morning, people. Technically, today's a Friday because it's a bank holiday tomorrow. So, Friday energy. But it's Thursday, the 6th of April. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And I thought this is, this is a lovely show. We did tell them yesterday today was going to be a lovely, nice show for several mm-hmm. reasons. We've got a guest host. Actually, I'm going to allow you this weekend. After this week, I'm not referring to the guest host anymore. <laughs> you always guest... do. And then I you do. say that the I know. Time. It comes out to naturally. <laughs> we've got guest hosts. We've got guests. We've got two of us. And I've got a special announcement for you. Mm-hmm. But I am one of your hosts, your favourite shade queen, my own royalty. And they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer, news analyst. And of course, the melanin is jam-packed. Period. And they call me Maxie Johnson. Listen, he threw you off the head. Yeah, that happens to Gina sometimes. She'll be like, they come like, girl, that's it. It's Maxie Johnson here. And our lovely guests, please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Tino Care. Hello, Chloe. Chloe. No, you're not doing this. <laughs> no, we're not doing this. I said Chloe, I said it properly. Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> the mic was just too far from me. <laughs> But we've got the lovely ladies from five, t- five Times More with us again, returning guests. Thank you for coming back. Thanks for having us. How are you guys feeling? Good. Yeah? Tired. That's yeah. a, that's a personality good. at this point. Mm. Yeah. I feel you. But. I feel you. But it's going to be a good It's gonna be a good show. And last time you guys came as guests, like interviews, mm-hmm. but you're with us from the top of the show. Yeah. So that's... um. Yeah. Is everything right there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's going to be a, a, a nice show. Well, you guys good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maxi, you man? Fantastic. Good. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you, Esther? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Um, So earlier we were talking about, and it was funny, this is, yeah, we were talking about this earlier, and then when you came in, just before we started recording, you were like, oh, I need some hand cream. So what we were talking about was how the science behind us creaming our bodies, but somehow your hands are dry. My hands are dry because I went to the bathroom before I came. And I didn't cream my hands, but okay. I, I make it my like a thing to, to cream, cream hands. my hands when I cream my body. I feel like I do that, but it still doesn't. Like I, when I get in the car, I have to put more. I have to yeah. I have so to is it cream. a psychological thing for you that like you have to just feel like you separated it? No, nah, because my hands are dry. I look at my hands and they're really dry. They need the hand cream. No, I don't get same. it. I'm the same. I'm the same. Literally, I'm the same. Do you think it's the same with the feet? But because our feet are like having shoes, we don't know that it's dry. No. Maybe some certain parts of the body. Because it is, prone. it's harsh as skin, isn't it though? Your hands and compared to like your body. No, not mine. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so I, I have had a hard life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's so interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. But, um, my hands are definitely always permanently dry. So I have I to have know. hand cream. That's why when I came, I was like, hand cream, hand cream. please. Yeah. Is that because you wash your hands all the time? Not really. Is it? No. I do wash my hands all the time to prefer though. That's probably why. No, no, not when so you wash your hands, but... Do you cream your hands when, after you wash your hands? Not always. Depends what I'm doing. That's it. Because I don't want to be oily and you know, slipping and sliding as I'm walking around my house. There's no need for that. Slipping and sliding. That's actually so interesting. Because I'm a German, I can't even say I'm going to do an experiment where I go a period of time without... This is just my story. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a cream in every bag. That's that's what matters. But, um, all right, should we get into the show? Let's do it. All right, thank you. All right. So, our first headline. An update about um, yesterday's breaking news, which was about 
uh, the former S&P chief executive, Peter Mirrell, who is basically the husband of the former first minister, Nicola Sturgeon, who was arrested yesterday morning. So he was questioned while police searched their Glasgow home and S&P headquarters as part of the investigation. Ms. Sturgeon said she had no prior knowledge of Police Scotland's plans. The full said inquiries were ongoing. In a statement, Police Scotland said Mr. Murrell was arrested at 7.45 yesterday morning and released shortly after 7pm. Next headline, <clears throat> and this is a bit of a trigger warning here, and the serving Met Police officers have been taken away from tackling serious crime and terrorism and instead told to investigate wrongdoing in the force. Commissioner Sir Mark Rowley said about 90 officers had been moved away from fighting serious and organised crime to the Met's professional standards team. It comes after the force was branded as institutionally racist, homophobic and misogynistic in a damning report. In an open letter to the Mayor of London and the Home Secretary Suella Braverman, Sir Mark said officers had been diverted to the force's Directorate of Professional Standards, the DPS. The letter updated the Met's efforts to weed out rogue officers. Vetting rules have been tightened and in the next six months about 100 officers will have their status reviewed and may well up, lead, may well up um, leaving the organisation. And the last headline, almost like a, um, basically a reason for the last um, headline pretty much. And this is a trigger warning here as well. And this is P about PC Jonathan Simon, who was 44. He received a suspended 16-week sentence for harassing a woman after a breakup. He was found guilty last month after Westminster Magistrates Court heard he repeatedly visited her home, sometimes while on duty, and left her messages and voicemails. The judge said his, beha his behaviour had brought the Met Police into disrepute. The stalking behaviour lasted from October of 2021 to July of 2022. Simon, a police constable in the East Area Command Unit, first met the woman when he was on duty in May of 2021 and began a relationship with her, which she later ended, um, which is what the Met Police basically reported. Afterwards, he, rep he repeatedly visited her home, sometimes while on duty, despite the woman telling him that she did not want to see him anymore. Sparing Simon an immediate custodial sentence, the judge pointed to the effect custody would have on the officer's family. He sentenced the officer to 25 days of rehabilitation activity requirement, ordered him to do 200 hours of unpaid work, and barred him from contacting the woman. That's all that happened to him. That's scary, man. Yeah. And that's it for the headlines. All right, thank you. Let's get into what you're saying. All right, guys. So today's topic of the day Pretty sure that you guys can guess what it's going to be about. Well, to some degree, anyway, because we've got our wonderful guest here. And, um, yeah, pretty much, I guess you guys want to talk to us about April Advocacy Month. So what is that? Because, like I said earlier, I found out it's basically you guys' turn. You right? coined the term. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Love it. We yes. did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did. Actually, before it starts catching on, people forget where the origin. Yeah, that's true. Mm. So April Advocacy started um, off of the back of our petition debate. Mm -hmm. So remember we had that petition that went viral mm -hmm. and then we waited for like ages until it was debated in Parliament. Well, we wanted to make a whole song and dance about it. We were like, yo, this is being debated in Parliament for the first time ever. Yep. Let's yeah. make the whole month a month of advocacy where we write to our MPs, mm -hmm. where we find out about information, where we do things to just, yeah. you know, make maternal health outcomes better mm. sorry for context just for anyone who didn't hasn't watched the last interview which you should it's really good yeah, you should but um, <laughs> let them know what the petition was for so the petition was to improve black maternal health outcomes mm. basically okay. um because 
historically, black women were five times more likely to die during pregnancy, mm. childbirth, and the six-week period after, and that's mm. hence our name, mm. five times more. Um, and so, yeah, we we started a petition um, because we we just wanted to get the change makers to like yeah. do something about it. Mm -hmm. Like, we just felt like this has been going on for so long. How can we get those in power to yeah. react and make some make some changes? So, yeah. That happened um, in April 2021. Mm -hmm. And then that was after, a couple of days after we launched our um, survey and then subsequent report. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we just we just want to make sure that April is always kind of etched into people's minds as a, mm -hmm. as a way to, you know, continue that conversation. And now we've kind of, uh, we've kind of expanded it. So we're mm -hmm. talking about different topics pretty much every single day topics wow. that affect black women mm -hmm. and pregnancy um how to advocate for yourself yeah and how to advocate like like um in the public as well mm. yeah so um i remember you saying a lot has changed basically since the last time you came i guess what, what's the main thing that's happened that we need to know about because it's gone down in it yeah so mm. it's gone down to 3.7 Oh wow, is it 3.6? Yeah. 3.6 now. Because when you were here last time, you said it was 4. We went down to 4, yeah. yeah. That's so just, just a little bit. Mm. Something. Yeah. Still something. It's something. Yeah, it's still something, though, yeah. Because yeah. it could be going up. Yeah. yeah. So we thought that it was going to go up. We thought it was going to go up because of COVID. Yeah. Mm. The way the um, reports are done is yeah. it's every two, three years behind the okay. year. Okay. So if it's 2021, it'll be done from 2020 to 2018. Okay. It will take those years into consideration. Okay. So we were obviously very worried that because of COVID and obviously black women were more likely to... Mm. Mm. We're know, dying. We're COVID, dying yeah. during yeah. COVID and, you know, pregnancy and stuff like that. So we just, we were so scared that it was just going to go right back up again. But it that's actually really good went then. down. Because had yeah. it not been for COVID, it might be less. Yeah. Mm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Never thought about yeah. Had it not been for COVID, it would be but less. Let's check what happens this, in December. Mm. See if it's going to go up or go down again. Mm. But it still counts from COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's so true, this, yeah. this December. Has in December gone? No, coming up. Yeah. But then to be fair, mm. the December gone was worse. Because remember, they, they, were, they weren't sure. They were talking about, you know, COVID coming back. Do we have something? Was it like a monkeypox or something going around? Yeah, monkeypox. Oh, well. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. the government predicted that last December was going to be a very, very bad time. Mm -hmm. And basically told people to brace yourself for anything. Mm. Mm. And didn't really happen. So. Is there is there like a link or... Um, to the cost of living as well? Or is that just completely not really You know related? what, we, we wouldn't have taken that into account just mm. yet. No, I mean, like, going forward, do you feel like the cost of living crisis? There is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so when you look at the statistics, it's got um, disadvantage and advantage as well. Okay. So you can see black women who are disadvantaged mm -hmm. um, die more quicker and they have more out um, adverse outcomes. Why is that, though? I don't know, no. Mm. Well, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> data says mm -hmm. it's the same thing like white women but like when we done our research mm -hmm. it was not being listened to mm. think about it if a woman's disadvantaged you probably think she can't read she don't know nothing you're going to tell her what to do mm. you're not really going to take your time to be like oh my gosh read this here's the information it's kind of like I know what's best for you mm -hmm. um, I, th I think that's what it is I don't know about you Jennifer. yeah I know I just feel like there's that assumption you're right that, yeah. that assumption that if you're if you're 
if you're from a poorer yeah. economic background, then you know you're less likely to read. You're less likely to do a lot of these things, and so they just make choices for you. Yeah. Mm. Or they just think, oh well, disadvantaged background, English is probably a second language. Mm. Do you know what I mean? All of these and it has yeah really big knock-on effects and barriers actually barriers to go to see the health professionals and barriers mm. for the health professionals like you know mm. actually making good contact and giving them the right information as well mm. wow. yeah it shouldn't be the case though because you just think well even if even if it was about disadvantage and like you know black it's because black women are poorer and or, you should do something about it. That mm-hmm. should be the mm-hmm. area that you target the most, right? Yeah. But yeah, that's not what we found from our research. Is not. It's not even about that. It's not, it's not just about that. Should I say? Mm-hmm. Because people who have got stable jobs, earning above the national average, mm-hmm. have got. You know, there's there's still a whole subset of Black women that mm-hmm. are having poor outcomes that no one's talking about. They just assume, oh, because you're poor, because you're black. That's mm-hmm. why this is happening, and it's, that's not the case. But to add on to that, there are some really, really good midwives and health professionals that actually take their time. Mm. So in terms of young mums, there's yeah. like there's a pathway that they go down and they really get looked after. Yeah. But majority of the time, it's not like that. Mm. Is there any way that... Okay. Um, is there any way we can look at the stats or any data you've collected so far? Yeah, it's on our website. Okay. Everything's on there. It's under the Black Maternal Experience Report. Yeah. I'm looking at you because I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like literally on the main page. If you just scroll down a little bit, you can access that full report. What's, what's the full website? www.5xmore.com. We can go on Embrace as well. They have the actual report with all the data. Okay. Mm. So you can compare it to white women, mixed women, Asian women. Yeah. Do you feel like um, there's, there isn't really a priority to um, to deal with a situation because maybe the population of black people in the country is just so low? Even though there's five times, well, 3.6 mm. times, mm. times more mm. now, we're still only like three and a half percent of the country. Do you feel like that contributes to it? Yes and no, but they're doing something about it now. Mm. Okay. So uh, Maria Crawford... Um, who's in, tar- in charge of the maternity task force. Mm-hmm. So it's the government health professionals that come together. Um, they are focusing on maternal death this year. Mm. I don't know how much of that is going to be on black women, but they're focusing mm. on maternal death. So mm. I'm assuming we're going to be a part of it. I think the reason they're focusing on maternal death is because actually in the UK, mm. in comparison to the rest of the Western world, there's yeah. um, statistics that came out like not too long ago that... The UK is actually one of the worst. Really? Now, yeah, for context, the UK is actually one of the safest places to give birth in the world. But in, if you compare it to the rest of Europe, it's really bad. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's second or something. Yeah, yeah. it's like second Ooh. worst. So yeah. obviously they have Fine. to target it now. And yeah. we've been targeting that. They will obviously come up <coughs> against the, mm. yo, mm. black women are... More likely to die, yeah. Way more likely. Mm. That's scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, the last time we spoke about this, uh, Maxi wasn't here, innit? Mm. Like, Maxi, like, obviously, um, you've got two kids, right? Yeah. What was your experience like? Um, what, was it like, um, yeah, sorry. Let me not even put any words <laughs> to my um, like? What was my experience like? Well, with my first daughter, or my first daughter, with my daughter, um, <laughs> it was, I had I had a, a stupid nurse, to put it, <laughs> to, to, be quite, to be quite blunt. Um, so with my first one, I think, was that the time... I think which time it was. 
No, actually, no. Tell a lie. With my first one, I actually had a really good. Um, I had a really good team. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a placenta. Abruption. No. Re- retain. I had a retained placenta. Mm-hmm. And so I had I had a few um, tears, not anything major. So the nurse was stitching me up, or the doc- I think she was a doctor actually. The doctor was stitching me up. This is all my husband's account because I was kind of out of it. Mm. So she stitched me up, and then she finished, and then my husband was just like, she just sat there for like ten seconds, mm. and then she's just like, something doesn't feel right. Mm. And she undid all the stitches, and then she saw that my placenta was yeah. there was still some left. Um, so then she just rushed me to theatre and my husband was so thankful for a doctor that just didn't stitch me up and then do you know yeah because you know obviously I'm not the only person giving birth Mm. do you get what I'm saying so she could have just done me and just went to the next woman but she just went with her intuition and she Mm. just like but she's Asian so she's also of a Mm. I I don't know whether that that might have been why Mm. Um, so yeah I went straight into theatre then she literally kind of took everything out and whatever. So that was, and then I had a really good team after that as well. But um, my 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 son, that nurse was stupid. So I had a I had a placenta abruption with my son. So I was bleeding quite early from 37 weeks. So I, I went in and they did all the, like, the checks and whatever. And it was funny because I had an Asian woman check me initially to see how many... How, how much I dilated. Then I had a black woman. The Asian woman, she said I was only like two and a half. Then the black woman said I was like six. But I'm just like, is that the size of your hand? Like, because obviously, <laughs> yeah. you know, Asians are a lot, they're very petite. Mm. So their hands will be a lot more smaller as well. So mm. anyway, so I just said, I'm not going anywhere. So then they, um, they took me up to theatre. So I was, I was bleeding, as I said, with every contraction I was bleeding. But no one had checked me. No one had checked me. So I just thought I was wetting myself. I was just like, oh, it's probably I'm just wetting myself or it's my waters or something mm. like that. So I wasn't really too fussed about it. But every time I had a contraction, I passed out. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I passed out. The first time it happened. So I pass out. Um, I can hear everything, but I just can't move. So obviously, like, they press the button. Everyone's rushing in. Everyone's trying to do something. But because my husband, because of the field he works in, he knows about, like, pressure points. Okay. So he kind of... He pressed me somewhere on my chest, well, and that kind enough. of yeah, yeah, it, it brought me back. And he's like, "You're not having gas in there again." I was like, "Give me the gas in there, like whatever." First of all, like first of all. <laughs> but anyway, I went up to um, was it the labour ward? And as I said, like I'm just continuing to bleed. But as I said, my my nurse, my midwife that was assigned to me, she hadn't checked me. She was there. So asked, you're bleeding, and she did not know you're bleeding. Not, nobody knew. As you're, you're bleeding mm. out. Nobody knew. But obviously, I told them. I was like, oh. I'm so wetting myself. Going, yeah. I said, I said, I'm like, I'm wetting myself. I was like, oh, it's fine. So she's there telling me about, oh, the, um, the clothes detergent you're wearing, you know, it's very strong for the baby. Did it, huh? This is your priority this, right this, now. This, no, no, no. this is what she was telling me. She said, she <laughs> wow. was just like, oh, it's very strong. You know, it might be too strong for the baby. You know, they have sensitive skin, blah, blah, blah. And me, I'm like in and out. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. And then because my sister, my sister-in-law was there. So my, my sister-in-law, my husband was there. My sister-in-law, she was like um, in the middle of like her nursing course or whatever. So mm. she just thought, let me check her. Mm. So she lifted it. She said that my whole bed was full of blood. So obviously she just like, she was calm. She went to the nurse. She's like, you need to get someone to check her like now. 
So then the nurse came in, checked me. The doctor came in quick, like quickly emergency C-section. Because obviously if I'm losing blood, the mm. baby's losing oxygen. Mm. So that's when I was rushed into emergency C-section. Yeah. But my nurse, not what, like even if she thought it was my waters, she didn't she check, check me. Yeah. Not yeah. once. Stupid I was probably bleeding out compliment. for about, if it must have been like an hour or something. Stupid is actually a compliment. Yeah. You could have done better than that. You could have yeah. done worse because that is... That's mad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't, know, I don't even know what to say. That was that was a quite mm. traumatic experience yeah. for my husband, traumatic. not necessarily for me, because mm. I wasn't really in and I was in and out. But my mm. husband was quite traumatized by that. Right. Mm. Of course, mm. understandably. Yeah. So yeah, that was my experience. That's wild. <laughs> Is there a caller? Hello. Hello. Hello, caller. Yeah, Salah, you have to call back. Mm. That's wild. That's mm. so scary. Mm. It's very scary. Yeah. Do, do you find like um, like I guess amongst yourselves as black women, yeah, um, you guys talk about um these experiences with those who <clears throat> with those who've had kids, and then find that you know what, hello, this is this seems to be something that all of us kind of go through, if that makes yes. sense. Yeah. Hold up, Salah. We can hear you. Hold up. One second, um, Salah. Yeah. Salah. Sorry. So, yeah. Yeah, what mm. you do anyway. Yeah, definitely. That mm. I think that's that was one of the reasons that spurred me on to contact Chloe and start Five Times More mm. because because I had that platform with um, like mums, new mums. I just wanted to make friends. I was like, I'm not doing this on my own, okay? Mm. Community. So yeah, mm, I wanted yeah. to build that community. So there was a lot of us that were talking about our experiences mm. and sharing that. You know, it, it was quite it was very traumatic experiences, if I'm honest. And I was just like, something's not right. Something's not right. What's going on here? I don't understand. So yeah, like, we, we definitely, there is that kind of, especially in that new mum phase, that's mm. all you kind of want to talk about. It's mm. like, oh, how's baby sleeping well? Mm. This is that, how you feeding? What was your labour like? The, those, mm. are, those are the top three. Top three when you're a new mum. Forget like, the sleeping. What was your labour? Yes, literally, what was your labour? You want to share that kind of but I feel like everyone wants to share the, uh, the traumatic experience. Yeah. Because mm. I always share the positive. Because I'll be honest with you, I haven't had any kids yet. Yeah. As I'm sitting here, I've actually got goosebumps. The PR for pregnancy <laughs> is not great. Mm. Especially like on social media and women who have had kids who I know personally as well. Mm-hmm. The PR is not great. Yeah. But then at the same time, I do think, I don't know people that was like, I've just had it once and that's it. Mm. They have more kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, fair enough. But... I think the conversations have we're having the conversations too late though. I never had conversations about labor prior to me yeah. having a child. Yeah. It was always after. Yeah. And then you have the conversation, oh, what was your labor experience like? I feel like those questions need to be asked way beforehand. Cause I I find there's a lot of my friends that they were in a situation where they asked for epidural and they never got it. Mm. Like they just they like for whatever reason they'll just like, oh wait, wait, wait. Mm. Then they just ended up the mm. nurse just ended up not giving it to them. Mm. Mm. So, so is the caller still there? Yeah. Oh, hi, Saleh. Yeah. Hi, good morning. Um, okay. I just wanted to ask. I just wanted to ask um, some questions about a situation that happened recently because I, I I don't know I don't know if it sounds right or not. But um, basically, two weeks ago, my cousin died. Um, she was giving birth. Oh, I'm so sorry. And she died that. from pulmonary. Embolism or something like that. Oh, embolism. Embolism, yeah. 
Yeah, and um, well, well, that's the thing though, because since she died, um, we were all expecting that the the hospital would like do an investigation into the death because before she died, she um, she was complaining about well, she was bleeding a lot and she was complaining about a lot of chest pain, and she repeatedly told them like um, like she, she like <laughs> she had pain in her chest, and they kept saying to her that. Um, they kept saying to her that it was just she was just panicking and it's okay and it's fine. And then now, after she's died, now um, we were expecting them to do a post mortem on the body so that we can actually so, so that they can investigate the situation and actually so that it doesn't happen again. And um, after, well, I, I don't know how this happened after the burial because um, she's she's Muslim. My our family's Muslim, so they did want to. Um, they did want to kind of bury her quite like fairly quickly, but at the same time, they didn't. Um, it was only the undertakers that they were asking like to speed up the process. They didn't ask the the hospital to speed up the process at all. And it turns out now that they didn't do a um, a post mortem at all. And like from the way things are sound, it sounds it sounds like they're trying to cover up something. And I I don't know like. Obviously, I'm I'm only a 24 year old man. I, I don't know anything about this stuff, so I'm just asking if you think there's anything that we can do, or I don't know. They're definitely trying to come, um, cover something up because even even women who have passed away, who were not Muslim or had to be buried quickly, I've like heard of families having to fight tooth and nail to make sure there is some form of investigation. And I feel like if like her records, because do you remember um, Nicole Thea? Thea, yeah, that's mm -hmm. it. And because I was watching, like I kind of kept up with the story. And when her was it her sister-in-law or something was talking about like in the investigations or whatever, it turns out all the complaints she'd made about I can't breathe properly, I'm out of breath, I'm all of this. They never wrote on the file. Yeah. And that's so, the thing. If yeah. it's not written down, it's your words against theirs. This is it. So when she was complaining of chest pain. The guys' cousin. Yeah. Um, there's a video. Should write it down. It's, it's on video. Luckily, we have it on video. Oh, you have on video? Okay. About. So that means you definitely yeah. got... Is the video with the health professional? Um, I'm not sure. Because if it's not with the health professional, I... then you don't have a case because that's what kind of happened with Nicole Fear. She said about she talked about mm. it on YouTube. Oh yeah. But they said there's no case because it wasn't written down. Mm. Um, so if it's with the health professional and the health professional didn't write it down, then you have a case. But... At the same time, they take long to investigate stuff. And if mm. you need to bury the body quick enough, that's their excuse. They're probably going to say, well, we couldn't Can't. investigate because yeah. you want to bury the body. Because these things take time. Mm. I don't know if they do it on purpose, but I know they take time. It takes that's time. so sad. Mm. It's sad. So sorry for your loss, Sam Sally. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. seriously. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's quite shocking that everything has unfolded. How it... Like, I had high hopes for this country just in general. And like I remember the last time you guys came on and um like what what you were saying was like it definitely like stood out to me. And as soon as this happened, like that was the first thing I thought of because obviously we are black. And yeah, it's just very shocking. Well, okay, well anyway, um I'll leave you guys to do the show. You know, I hope Thank you're you. keep pushing it though. Yeah, man. And just see. Yeah, I hope you're oh, yeah. keep pushing it. Mm. I was going to say, send us an email. We can yeah. see if we can support send you. Yeah, we, we are in touch with lawyers and stuff like that. So okay. I'm sure we can do something okay. to help you. Yeah, yeah Sally, did you hear that? Okay, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll get my mum.
out because she's been doing it. Perfect. But yeah. Right, Thank honey. you very much. Have a lovely day, bro. You too. Yeah, bye. This is so triggering. So sad. Mm. But but like you say, Maxie, like um it seems the conversation has happens too late. Mm. Like what why is that though? Do you do you feel like it's um not to, not to put it on ourselves entirely, right? But do you feel like that's it's maybe a cultural thing where we don't talk about it? Maybe this is just normal. Or? I don't think it. Mm. Yeah, I'm not it's gonna go up to some. I'm not gonna go up to you, Esther, and say, "Oh my gosh, my labour was traumatic," and say all the awful stuff about it. I don't want to put you off giving birth. Mm. Mm. So unless you ask me, I'm not gonna say it. Mm. That's true. And what's the chances of you asking? Yeah, I think we just need to do our research. If we're thinking about um, becoming pregnant, mm. just do your research beforehand. Do you know? I think as well, though, it is because I feel like. Black women would have always been complaining, but they're always dismissed. So I feel like the information now is because I think when you guys came last time, you were saying about what your experience was, and it was a thing of I don't want anyone else to go through this. Like it didn't seem right to you, so you took action with it. Mm. I feel like when you're dismissed, when you're complaining about something and you're dismissed, mm. you just think, Do you know what? It is what it is. And there's that mindset, there's that, there's that mindset that, well, women are here to give birth. So and babies continue to be born. Mm. So yeah. really and truly, like, it's not a big deal. Mm. There is yeah. that out there. Do you know what I mean? It's not a big deal. So I feel like the way women, black women would have been dismissed over time, because even sometimes when I hear the, the older aunties talking about their experiences, yeah. it's, it's as mad as the younger girls today are. So the experiences have always been mad across time. But when you continue to dismiss people and dismiss people, that's, you're gaslighting them to feel like what they're feeling is not, is not true. So I feel like as much as obviously, yes, we can do research and stuff, because even last time you were talking about how, like, the um, with medicine mm. and how, you know, black people's pain was not... They were like, oh, they can tolerate it. Like, black, mm. black bodies can tolerate that. Do you mm. get me? So mm. I feel like we've been dismissed and never been cared about throughout time mm. that for us, how would we then know that, you know, this is a conversation we should have with our younger cousins, with our nieces, with um, our sisters. Because, again, when we go, when you are there and they're like, oh, it's, it's all right. Like, you were saying about people ask for FPG and they're like, oh... You'll be right, because I've heard that. Mm. That they literally, what they do, they waste, I'm like, oh, we'll be back, we'll be back. Mm -hmm. So then by the time... It's too late. It's too yeah. late. And they're like, oh, it's too late to give it to you now. You have to you have to give birth now. Do you get what I mean? So I feel like, because we've been dismissed and we don't think that our concerns are valid, that's why even within our community, we don't bother. Yeah. Because see, again, see, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. First, I think we do accept some of the bad treatment that we get. I was just gonna say yeah. that we kind of like, okay, it's what it is. I'm black. Sometimes you walk into a place and you see someone look at you funny. You're like, they're looking at me because I'm black. You're yeah. so used to it. But at the same time, why say do your research? Because if you know your maternity right, and someone says you can't have something, you be, you can say no. This is my rights. Yeah. Now, when you sound like you know what you're talking about, yeah. they treat you differently. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if I go into hospital now mm. and I ask for something and tell me no. I'm going to say, can you write your name and document why you don't want me to have this? Yeah. They will change. Yeah. So it's all about doing your research and knowing your rights because sometimes if you don't know what yeah. you don't know, yeah. they're going to give you what they think you should have. Yeah. I also think even with, like, with the research, no one wants to research like bad things that happen. Like You're pregnant, you're just about to give birth. Mm. Mm. You don't want to research like some of the bad things that can happen. Like, it's just like going on a plane. You don't want to research. You don't want to watch a film where everyone died. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So sometimes you just don't even want to know. But what are you researching? Because if I'm if I want to have a C-section, and I know I want to have a C-section, mm -hmm. I'm going to re research what's my rights on C-section. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to research people having C-sections. Mm -hmm. I want to research my rights on C-sections. Yeah. If I want pain relief, I'm going to research my rights on pain relief. Yeah. That's what I'm not researching. Do you know this? It is good advice. Sorry, it is good advice to do that. But I think. People don't think that they're going to have to be argue in that about situation. their rights. 100%. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I if, if, you're, if I'm going to a hospital, yeah, mm. like, 
you so, are qualified, you study, like, you know what you're doing. So yeah. I shouldn't even have to come here yeah. with points on, like, a notepad mm-hmm. of, nope, I should be having this, nope. This. So I feel like it's, I think maybe when people have their second child, because people, people with bad um, first experiences, their second child, it, a lot of foolishness is not happening. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when if, if it's your first time, I would be, like, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I've never, even with our conversation with you guys, and having more conversations and seeing more content and mm. all that stuff, I haven't thought about researching my rights. Mm. It's just more about what is it like and what's this or what should happen or if the person does this, like the placenta thing, that's not the first time I've heard of that. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, okay, so if I have to do this, me and my partner should be like, are you sure everything is out? Mm-hmm. Are you sure nothing's been left in? Mm-hmm. It's those kind of things that I would research. In that, no, si- I wouldn't in think that about situation, you're not going to do that because I know all of this. If I get pregnant again, I'm probably not going to research it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is when you're in that situation thing, that yeah. you end up doing it. You don't do it beforehand. Yeah. You hear about it. I hear so many stories. Yeah. I'm going to go in hospital. When it comes to it, then I'm going to look for it. You don't do it beforehand. I didn't know about placenta abruption. Placenta no one talks about it. No one no talks midwife, about no it. No appointments. Because no one expects it to happen as well. Exactly. And sorry, sorry. sorry. No, I was just gonna say, like, as you said, I think we we accept a lot of things yeah, that 100%. the doctors tell us. Yeah. Like, even from the beginning, my my um I had um pregnancy anemia. Mm. So I just accepted that they'll just like, oh, you're you're high risk. Mm. And you just accept your high, oh, risk, high risk. Yeah, okay, cool. No, what are we gonna do about it? How can we reduce the all risk. of like the risk mm. and stuff? And they're just mm. like, Yeah, you're high risk. And you just accept it, you're like, okay. I'm high risk now. I had plans of a water birth. Do you know what I'm saying? So all of that went out the window because I just accepted what she told me. And she's, you know, she just made it out like there's nothing can be done about yeah. it. Whereas oh, probably a white person would have been like, okay, like they're a bit more proactive, a bit more, okay, what can we do? They ask more questions to see how they can reduce the risk. But we, but we just, a lot of things. we accept it and we don't ask questions. Because I would have done the same thing. If, I, if I've been told I'm high risk and I can't have a water birth. Yeah. We're like, okay. Yeah. Go home. I won't I won't bother go home and research. Yeah, like how I'm do high I know risk. Yeah. What, what can, can I, I take? Do? How yeah. can I change mm-hmm. this? Yeah, I think it's because doctors say things like yourself, like like with um finality, is that the word? Mm-hmm. Like they just say like that's it. Yeah. Like, this is your lot, this is what you've been, this mm-hmm. is your story. Yeah. And that's it. But even in what they do and how they say it, they have a duty to explain mm-hmm. things. But because of time constraints, because of everything that's going on mm-hmm. in the hospital and that's it, and they don't. Mm-hmm. But they're supposed to tell you what the situation is. Mm-hmm what your other options are, what the risks are. Mm. You know, they're supposed to explain all, all those of things that. because you need to make an informed decision. It's not, right, this is it. That's it. That's all that's happening. Mm-hmm. They need to tell you what your other options are. They need to give you the choice. Yeah. But because that we don't see that at no. all. A and lot I've of got, the time. I also think it's a, it's a knock-on effect on the NHS system because I feel like every time I went to a checkup or whatever or when I was in labour, there wasn't enough doctors. Yeah. And it's us that are suffering for it. Because okay. honestly, like a lot of probably a lot of white people, they're private, they're cool. That was they can my af- next question. They can afford it, but it's us that now get left with the doctor that's there. Mm-hmm. Like there's one doctor with ten, with ten, exactly. other, ten women, women, other women. Yeah. So they don't have time to explain to us what's yeah. happening. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. Is that have you guys spoken to? Well, we must have. I'm sure you would have. But like spoken to women who had, who gave birth and went through the whole process, but with private healthcare. And like, is there a difference? Mm. I always give the um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that 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 <laughs> you know I, I I always give the example I always give the example of Serena Williams. If one of the mm. richest black women in the world 
you know, mm. she, she ain't going to no NHS. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. She's, she's got true. the best of the best of the best of the That's best. True. She can sit there and say, there's something wrong. You need to check me and be dismissed. Mm. If not for the fact that she had had a pulmonary embolism before mm. and know what it knew what it felt like, we don't know what could have happened. That's you get true, what I'm saying? Because actually. even in that private setting, she was dismissed by the nurses, dismissed by the doctors mm. as, oh, you've just given birth. It's okay, chill. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So... They're all being taught the same thing. This is what yeah. we need to realise. Yeah. They're literally all being... Private doctors and NHS doctors, whatever... Sure. They're, they're all trained being the same. taught the same yeah. thing. Taught the same thing. It's the same Eurocentric nature... It's true. ...of Actually. the curriculum that they're being taught. It's, it's the yeah. same thing. Because some yeah. of them are even doing double shifts. They're leaving the privates to go to NHS yeah. quickly yeah. and they're doing yeah. back shifts. It's, it's the same thing, actually. It's just yeah. different building. Literally what they're it's doing. True. I think you get more care because, obviously, they're looking after a, a smaller amount of people. The yeah. caseload is smaller. That's about it, but... If you have a good midwife, you're fine. Because yeah, I always talk about my experience. My first experience was, oh, it was perfect. Mm. Oh, the midwife was lovely. She gave mm. me her time. She was just, oh, beautiful midwife. Like, I'll never forget her. Yeah. Second one, she, I don't know what's wrong with her. She was just, oh, what was wrong with the second one? Mm. Not that you were there, but. I didn't know you then. Because <laughs> I gave birth in the morning with my mm. second son. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. Whether um, the first midwife, my first child, I gave birth really, really late. And she gave me all her time. Mm. But then at, at the same time, oh, maybe it wasn't busy. But time of day was that not Yeah, maybe the busy. time of day wasn't that busy. Maybe. Mm. But still, could you when did you give birth? What time? Ooh. Uh with Ez. Yeah, they were both in the morning, you know. Yeah. They were both in the morning. But I had for some reason it was they were still on shift. So the person that I came in with, no, that was only Eden. So the person when I came in, yeah. It was the same person that like delivered, yeah. so I didn't okay. have a change. But with they like Ezra, to do I had that. A change. They like to do that. Yeah, with yeah. Ezra, I had a change. Yeah. Is there like a service of like private med um, private midwives? There's there different organised. Oh god, they're doulas. They're not mid. They're, mid no, they're not midwives. Because there's a girl on TikTok. I can't remember her name now. I follow her, but she does like a lot of like she works. She's a nurse, I think. Elizabeth. Yes. Yeah, Nigerian. What's she, what's her? My name's Elizabeth, but her mom, mama. She's Nigerian, and like, like I know it, and it's on the tip of my tongue. Mama, um, she does a, she does good yeah, story she does, times. Yeah, she, oh, yeah. she started at this yeah on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah so her like, because I I watch her videos sometimes, and I learn a lot that way. Yeah. Like I love the fact that there is a lot of knowledge. Yeah. But then she's someone who you can tell she cares. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think Unit started a service because if I can if I can like get to bond with my, the woman who will be like the midwife mm. through my pregnancy and like just have someone who I can do that with, I feel like that's. Be There's good. not enough midwives to do that. No, yeah. they're leaving in their droves. As many people are being qualified as many people are leaving. Yeah, they can't do that. So it's, it's impossible. So even continuity of care, which is where you get the same team, not the same mm. midwife, the same team. Of like, eight. Of eight. Okay. So you can That's actually see a, a different person every time anyway. But continuity of care, because the staff numbers are so low, they can't even do that. They've stopped it. If you want to see the same it. midwife, you're better off having a home birth. There's about mm. two. Yeah, really. But it depends what hospital you go to as well. That's why I always say do your research because some hospitals are different. Some hospitals, as a black person, you get extra appointments. Mm -hmm. So you, you, have, you have to. And extra scans mm -hmm. and stuff. What, for wow. health, for concern reasons or just uh, the goodness that's of the just heart? Their, just because you're black. Yeah. Wow. They change it. Some hospitals have changed it. So they do know something's wrong then? Mm. Yeah. yeah. And some They're are doing things about it. Yeah. There's, there's been quite a few updates in the maternity yeah. world as well in terms of like services and things that people that well, I used to work to change it. Are doing. It was in South London, I don't want to say the name, but that's right. They 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 they're, they're giving you extra appointments because you're black and extra time and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that's good because you'd be surprised that the the effect it has even on like black men and oh, the husbands yeah. and the dads because 
I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you. My husband was like, we're cool with the two we got, you know? Mm. <laughs> no, like, he was like, like mm. we're good. Like yeah. You'd be surprised at how many like fathers are just a bit traumatized by the experience mm-hmm. their partners went through mm. during labor process. And they don't have spaces to talk about it. Cause yeah. like, it's with us, with us as women, you gather you gather us, we're definitely yeah. chatting. Mm. But men, when are they even gathering I in the first mother, place? Can you write a they book, are, please? Because that, I'd love to hear from yeah. the mm. ma- that the 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 father's point of view, like mm. what what's your perspective on the whole thing? Mm. There's a lot of white dads talking about it. I know a few that talk about it. Mm. Like let me not say his name because I don't know his name. That's <laughs> 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 so funny. <laughs> no, Scott, that's it. I was going to say some next name. <laughs> um, he talks about it because he suffered from it and he's got mm. seven children. Wow. Yeah, dad of seven. And um, men can get postnatal depression. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's not spoken about. PTSD as well. So, so what, would, would that come um, from the experience of labour, basically, and not anything else? I think there's, there's oh. other ways. Okay. First of all, seeing your partner in that ah. distress, distress mm-hmm. but then also the impact that it has on you. I, I think a lot of men are not ready. So one of our awareness week, we're going to be talking about dads and doing stuff with dads. Mm-hmm. Because imagine it's you and your partner, mm. and then a baby comes along. Mm. You're tired, she's tired. She no longer focuses on you, she focuses on the baby. Mm-hmm. Some men lose their... I, I'm gonna say identity. <laughs> Some men lose their identity, <laughs> identities um, when it comes to pregnancy, mm. um, and there's not a lot of support for them. Or well, imagine your partner had the baby loss. Now, mm. you physically, physically um, didn't go through that. Mm. She did. So how can mm. you feel a certain way? You can't feel a certain way. Yeah. You have to look after her, but you're grieving yourself. You're grieving yourself. You lost the baby. There's, there's no support for dads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I champion for dads no, a lot. There's not a lot. Them. So, honestly me and my husband are actually in therapy mm. oh that's good <laughs> um and i'm yeah like it is it is what it is yeah. um not that there's anything there doesn't have to be anything wrong in and particular. that's what people don't understand people feel like you're, it's like a crisis no. it's not mm. a crisis no, it's, it isn't. It's, it's you go to the dentist to get a checkup so you okay. can avoid mm-hmm. do you understand yeah, and real. it's a very much the same with therapy but yeah we're, we're we're going through some therapy sessions and um he has opened up actually about mm. the that's fact so that good. Especially when my son was first born, it was a bad time for him. Mm. It was a very, very bad time for him. But he, there's no space for him to, mm. to talk about that, so he internalized it. Yeah. And he can't take it out on the child. Yeah. You can't take it out on the child. So our relationship really suffered. Mm. And then I had postnatal depression, mm. and I didn't really talk about that. I just kind of brushed it under the carpet. Mm. I put myself into, you know, my child and mm. doing everything and running my business and whatever. And I just kind of every, everything was swept under the carpet, and mm. then it just blew up. Do you know what mm. I mean? But that was, it was only until we got to therapy and we had that space to talk about it that he was like, yeah, like I really suffered because so you've good. got to remember it was, it's been me and you for the whole mm. time. Mm. You get pregnant. It's still kind of me and you, but you're really thinking about the baby. Let's yeah. be honest. You're thinking about the future. You're thinking about so many things and I'm kind of there, but um, you're not focusing on me. And mm. then as soon as this baby comes, it's sleepless nights. It's you're doing breastfeeding. Yeah. You're, mm. I'm at work. I don't get a chance to spend time with you. There's yeah. so many different factors there. Mm. And I felt it. And I was like, right, I didn't know. You just think you're a man, get on with it. But yeah. it really affected. And obviously the traumatic birth, mm. yeah. that was really hard on him as well. But mm. he just never had a space to talk about it. Yeah. Never. And even during even during the labor process, men are X'd out. Yeah. Like yeah. for example, yeah. when I was rushed to theater, it's only because of the husband I have. Yeah. Normally, the and men- nobody telling him the, No, the men have to sit <laughs> like, you can't come in theater. My husband said, I'm going to be near. 
are you mad? Yeah, like, he's like, yeah. and the thing is because, because his his mum died in the same hospital. Oh, really? So he That's was like, dream. never it's under my moment. watch yeah. is this happening. So he was both times he was in the theatre. So he's the gloves and the, the hair cover up. Listen, let's go, let's do it. They looked at him and they was not going to argue. So, <laughs> so you can hold this Listen, for us. they gave him the scrubs and he was there. And I was yeah. I was so thankful that he, he was there yeah. because me that I don't even like needles. Like, oh, yeah. I just, and I didn't know what was happening because I was just tired. Yeah. And mm. so, yeah, a lot of, a lot of fathers, they just feel very helpless. Yeah. Like, because so there's nothing you can do. Mm. There's no way in which you can help or anything relieve any pain. Yeah. You don't yeah. have many medical knowledge. So you're really as confused as, mm-hmm. as me sometimes. Yeah. So you don't know what to do. Yeah. But he was just like, it's not happening on my not watch. Me. So he was there. Yeah. But a lot of fathers yeah. don't, they're, they're either, they're not as assertive or, yeah. They're just exed out. Mm. So, but don't forget, as a black man as well. Yeah, you, you know, you know exactly. the stereotypes yeah. as well. One time, exactly. now they're saying you're angry. I'm yeah, angry, yeah. no, because my brother tried it, and they called security for him. Yeah, yeah. 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 and it was a bit of a heated situation. Yeah. So, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Or in some cases, they're a bit too, a bit too <laughs> emotional, and then you're the one that ends up looking after. Them. <laughs> yeah, that happens as well. Yeah, well balance, right? <laughs> <laughs> balance. I need just can you just be in the middle, please? No, my husband. What he was? Ah, uh, he was just too, too funny. He was just like, ah, uh, yeah. Just very, <laughs> I mean, he's, he, we we just about it now, but it was just like, mm. you know, just do what the doctor's saying. Ah, oh, blah blah blah, and whatever. Mm. And what can you do? Do you know what's so interesting about that as well, though? That was probably from fear as well. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, if fear manifests in different ways, some people get scared and they're quiet. Mm. And some people, it's like, I just don't want, I, like, the thought of this is stressful. Do you know what? Just do whatever. Like, let's just, just do what let's move, yeah, yeah, let's just do what, what we need to do. But it's interesting because I've heard, like, fathers talk about even that process of, like, bonding with the baby. Because obviously, say the baby's breastfeeding, mm. they don't feel like they're as close, like, they're going to be as close to the child. Yeah. And the child is gonna like us because I feel like when you when the kids start growing up a bit more that toddler stage, that's when you see like dads want to be like, mm. like almost like, the, like this is when the baby knows me kind of thing like yeah. you know mm. that I'm really in your life and they mm. go out of their way to do this kind of like trying to like you've always been with your mom kind of mm. thing. This is our time to bond bond, but it's 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 sad. Yeah, it's sad. But I'm glad we're having these conversations now. I feel like mm. we're always in a better position than our um like the previous generation was. Yeah, and yeah, obviously. The part of that is credit to their hard work and to them allowing certain opportunities to be able to give it to be given to us. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's a privilege that we have because of them, because of mm. what they've been through. Like they, I feel yeah. like they crawl so we can walk. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's amazing that we have this information. Yeah. And our kids but, will be running. Have you seen them, Gen Z? Listen, they don't play. <laughs> they don't play. Is it, imagine what what are our kids? Gen, is it Gen A? What kids, is it? I don't know. Me. But like yeah. our kids, they're gonna be unstoppable. Mm. They're gonna be unstoppable because they really will. You gotta think like with the advancement of like social media, with yeah. us growing up here and doing like yeah. they're they're gonna they're, there's no chance. Yeah, correct, <laughs> no one's no, really, they're not, yeah. they're not really gonna take no rubbish at, at all. all. It's gonna be so different. Yeah. I'm excited. I love it. Good morning, Cola. Morning, Cola. Hello? Hello, good morning. How are you? Hi, good morning. I'm fine, thank you. Um, thanks, ladies, for sharing. I'm, I can't see the comments at the moment, so I don't know if you've answered this. Just have a quick question. Mm-hmm. If somebody or women have already had their babies, is there like a, um, like a cooling-off period or an expiry date of when they can sort of maybe raise complaints or raise awareness after they've had the child? Because I think sometimes some people may have 
experience something, but because they're seemingly fit now or the baby's alive, they just kind of, you know, that's what matters. That's what's prioritized. So is there something where you can still make a complaint maybe three months after or a year after or, and, and stuff like this? It depends on the hospital. Yeah. I feel like different hospitals have different um, rules, rules for that. So some, some is up to 26 weeks, some is up to a year, I've, I've heard. But just remember your um, medical notes, your, your maternity file will be kept on record for 25 years. So yeah. you, you, can 25 always, years. you can always request for that back. But I say if you want to make a complaint, do it within a year. Yeah. Mm. I'll say even within six months. Yeah. I know it takes time. Some things are very traumatic. But do it within a year, definitely. Mm. Because it takes a long time. Mm. It takes a very long time. And also write down, write down your experience in whatever you can remember as well. Yeah. Because then you will have that to be able to compare to the notes when they do come. So, um, and also some services um, in hospitals offer debriefs. Mm. You know more about debriefs than I do. Really. Yeah, so if you had a traumatic experience um, and you want things to be explained to you, you can get a debrief. Mm. But I worked with, um, so there was a report called the Donna Ockerden Report. I worked on um, the essential... I can't remember what it's called now, but it's number two. And it's all about listening to women. Yeah. So we have Independent Senior Advocates, Advocates, ISA, and they work for women who have adverse outcomes or who want to make a complaint. So depending on what hospital you gave birth, find out if they have that, and then they can support you making a complaint. Yeah. Um, and they will help you fight your case if you need to. Uh, excellent. Thank you so much. You're Thank welcome. you for You're calling. Welcome. Thank you, hon. Um, bye. 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 Uh, this question isn't as important as that at all, yeah. But it just <laughs> reminded me of something. Um, like you said, we, uh, we can get access to our medical records for 25 years, yeah. Mm -hmm. Does that um, include the Red Book thing? What Red Book thing? Okay, maybe it's my own. <laughs> oh, uh, the Red Book for as a child. Yeah, the Red the Book. You, have, you keep that. You have that. Okay. That's stuff for the parents. You sure? Yeah, yeah. And there, isn't there something that they keep? Um, Maternity book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you can get that. Yeah, yeah, that's what you can get. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, red so book I'm is for you to keep. He said red like, book thing. Um, <laughs> like record of your immunizations and like when you when they weigh you and stuff yeah, like that. That's yeah, for the parent yeah. to keep. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. Okay. So someone else is going to ask. Yeah, when it comes to men, yeah. What do you think is the best? How can we best prepare ourselves to do a much better job at protecting you guys, basically during the process? Research. Mm. <laughs> don't, don't faint. <laughs> is, is there like a like a uh, a top five things that we must make sure we know? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because, like, remember what you were saying about the whole um, <laughs> your face make me. <laughs> my face. No, my face does. Oh no, I, I honestly do not know what my face is doing. Because you know how, for example, um, we're talking about how um, I think I think you said your husband mm. was basically saying, "Oh no, listen to the doctor this time and third. Oh yeah. Like, men are going to be, typically anyway, very logic-based. Yeah. And we're going to think, mm -hmm. you know what? You're not a doctor. Respectfully, you're not a doctor, right? Mm. This is a doctor, right? They must so know what they're talking about. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So we may try to steer you to the correct path, mm. right? How do we then, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I guess, do the right thing, basically, yeah. and not end up making a, a horrible mistake. Yeah. I think maybe the one thing is, as a, as a woman, have mm -hmm. a birth plan. Okay. Have a birth mm -hmm. plan and explain exactly what you want, what you want on that birth plan, mm. and let 
him know about it. Let mm. whoever it is, your partner, your birthing partner, know what it is you want, what your wishes are, so that if you're in a position where you can't talk for yourself, mm -hmm. you, they can say, look, I know that this is on their birth plan, this is what their wishes are, mm. can we get this, you know, put in place? So when you say birth plan, you mean like, like I want epidural, I don't want epidural, I want yeah. a gas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where you would like to give But them. I say go through the okay. process together. Go for it together, but birth plan definitely. But we got we actually got um, recommended steps for fathers on our website as well. Oh, beautiful! As yeah. part of our resources. Um, but I think if you go through the process together, then you definitely know what your wife or partner wants. Fivexmore.com, right? Yes. Cool. But I think as well, just to add on to that, I feel like um, just to for for men, mm -hmm. that whole white coat syndrome that oh the doctor knows best. Da -da -da -da, mm -hmm. Be on my side. Okay. Mm. Be on okay. my side. No I matter what. Never seen that crap. Yeah, I'll be honest. If you're my side, no, no, but, but you when remember, all of this comes down, we got a word to have. You may, you may yeah, I'm going on with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> be on my side, because no, white coat syndrome is real. Like you said, yeah, like yeah. My, my husband was very much of the yo. This, this. If the doctor's saying this, then mm. this is what we need to. Because he's believing what the doctor's saying, yeah. but actually, it's me. It's my body. I'm telling you, something doesn't feel right. I'm telling yeah. you, I'm in pain. I'm mm -hmm. telling you this and that. And the doctor said, "Oh well, it takes twenty-four. They're going textbook, and my mm. body's not doing textbook. Mm. So I need you to be on my side. Yeah. If, if." Yeah. If I'm saying, yo, something's not mm -hmm. feel, feeling right, yeah. I expect you to take that yeah. and run with that. And run with it. Yeah. And not mm. just go with yeah, whatever the doctor says. Man. Yeah, that's very important. Man. But I think that's hard for them to do. I can't lie. It right. is. It's, it's hard. hard. It's hard, but, but it's harder for me it. in this current situation I'm in, mm -hmm. sir. Yeah, but, but when we hear it from so many black women saying, mm. yo, listen to me. Mm. I know yeah. what I'm talking about. <clears throat> I think that will make us change yeah. the way we think. You know what I'm saying? Because... Mm. Like I said, respectfully, you guys are not doctors. Mm. But at the same time, the doctors don't always get it right. Yeah. More times than not, it seems they're not. We're not doctors, but we know our body. And doctors are not in our bodies. This is yeah. this is I know my body better than anybody else. If I'm telling you, yo, something's up, mm -hmm. you need to believe that. Yeah. Because the doctor, there's no, there's no amount of whatever yeah. it is that you can't feel the pain I'm feeling inside my body. Yeah. And I feel like that's the perfect response. That's the perfect response to, like, he's got a white coat, he's a doctor. Mm -hmm. That's great, but I know I'm feeling Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. <laughs> And there's yeah. a lot of textbook when it comes to um, your first child yep. and you're having the contractions. Yep. They'll exactly. tell you one minute apart, one minute. Yeah. Do you know how frustrating <laughs> it is to hear that? And my mum was just like, no, you have to tell them, you have to lie mm. and say you're getting it, this and this and this for them to actually take you seriously. Or exaggerate. Yeah, yeah you yeah, have yeah, to exaggerate because they will just be like, that's textbook. Like they will not yeah. deviate from that. And yeah. it's really frustrating. This may sound like um, a silly question here, but... Um, do you think we, I guess, men should take this exact same approach if the doctor is a black woman, for example? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. No matter the race. I, I don't think race is the issue. Okay. You can have a white doctor. She'll treat you the same as the black doctor. I don't think mm. race is a thing. Okay, cool. I'm only saying that, obviously, for obvious reasons. Because, obviously, I guess, if they, for example, are mothers themselves, mm -hmm. they would go through the process. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Do you know okay. the issue sometimes with, like, older black women mm -hmm. is that they love a tradition and culture mm. and mm. when we were back in our days and we were giving birth yeah. we just had a squat and the baby just popped out like it's very some of them are some of them yeah listen some of them just popped down and the baby was out some of them their, their mindsets are so backdated mm. and it's sad to see because they're in medical spaces where knowledge like you, you have to re-up on the knowledge mm. but they're still holding on back to that because mm. sad I think we talked about last time you guys were here how you might like they may they will speak to a white woman a Caucasian woman differently to how it is that they will speak. And again, it, it's that cultural thing where black people just feel like I'm the elder. So mm -hmm. automatically, is that familiarity on account of we're both black skin? Mm. See, yeah. I, I was going to ask though, is, is that 
actually the reality though because if it is um that's um very sad because as doctors you would have seen something completely different to let's just say our, our mothers who are not doctors right who have just their experience right but as doctors you see the modern black woman going through certain things you know the stats surely you shouldn't have that same mentality do you get where i come from I've, yeah. I've, I've seen them have the different mentalities when I'm going to go, get a blood test. How much more <laughs> in labour? But sometimes it works oh. in your benefit. Though. Sometimes it actually is beneficial it's that they treat you like that. Yeah, that's it's it. A gamble. It's 50 50. I, I always yeah. say it's 50 50. You mm. actually don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You have to go in there and hope and pray that you get someone good. Yeah, it's like, it's like a lot of reading. Really. Yeah. You have to pray you get someone good. Don't pray you get someone black. Yeah. Pray you get someone good. good. Yeah. You, yeah. You, can get, yes. you can get a white midwife. That's amazing. You can mm-hmm. get a black midwife that will tell you, suck it up. Yeah. Do you yeah. get what I'm yeah. saying? Are you the first? Mm-hmm. Do you, it, that's very, very real. Kick you have to call it as it is. <laughs> I, <actually laughs> kick, I will use my foot to kick your face. Just pray you get a good midwife. Yeah. 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 Regardless. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. But yeah. So, so has there been other, um, other advancements, I guess, um, since the last time you came, like you mentioned? Or is it just the main things you just you've said already? Yeah, so um, what was that system? Um, top institute. I'm looking at you because I'm like, <laughs> what? <are> you? <laughs> oh, the medical um, maternity medicine, maternal medicine, maternal medicine. Yeah, mm. yeah. So they, there's a new pilot. Okay. They're doing it in 17 hospitals. I think it's all about um, maternal medicine. So complications or conditions that you have before pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then when you come become pe- pregnant, obviously it gets worse. And yeah. so they have they're gonna have like little pilot center centers okay. and Saint Tor- Saint Thomas's. What am I? Why can't I speak? Yeah, I don't Saint know. Tor- <laughs> 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 You're embarrassing me. I don't know. <laughs> and then Saint Thomas is one of the pilots. So if you have maybe sickle cell, yeah, you're gonna go through a certain pathway, and they're gonna really look at you. Um, because a lot of the women who pass away have conditions mm, prior to preg- mm. pregnancy. And it, when they become pregnant, there's no research on it, there's no studies on it, and then they had adverse outcomes. So these pilot centres are really going to help the deaths. We talked about it the other day, about doing like health MOTs. That's why it's, that's yeah, important as yeah, well. Because yeah. sometimes you've got things that you don't know you have. Yeah. We really need to take care of our health. We yeah. really do. We not really just, do. Not yeah. just even within like maternity, just... Overall, in general, black people. Mm. Overall, it's so important. Yeah. Go for yeah. your regular blood test if there's if something that's not right. You know, mm. go for go for, go for get whatever you can from yeah. the system. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It's it's you're entitled to it. Mm. You really are entitled to it because I can't even lie. Like outside of you know all the work and stuff that we do, I've had personally. I'm going through a lot of things mm. right now, and it's only because I went and did that test in the first place mm. that I found out I'm an, I'm still anemic. I'm anemic. Mm. I didn't know. There's me thinking, oh, I'm tired. You know, all the mm. times I did not know it's because I have lower, do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> lower red iron. blood um, things. My iron is low. Yeah. So I have to take iron tablets. There's so many other things that I, I probably don't even want to go into, but other things in terms of my health mm. that I'm like, right, okay, because I need to start watching X. I've seen, start watching Y. Mm. It's because I went to the doctors and I was like, something doesn't quite feel right. It, yeah. Can I get a blood test? Can I get this? Can I get that? These are my symptoms. I need you to really check me over. Yeah. Yeah, we need to. We need to. It's important. Is there other things, I guess, um, that women can kind of do to prepare themselves, I guess, for pregnancy number two? Well, this is what April Advocacy is all about, to be honest. So we've got, like, topics literally on everything. Um, Mm -hmm. Today... Today's the day. Oh, Work. I need to post. Please post. <laughs> it's nine o'clock. It's past nine o'clock. Sorry. <laughs> See social media. Please post. <laughs> On social media, I need to post something. But Maten- today we're, we're talking about 
maternity, your, your maternity rights in the workplace, like what you're oh. entitled to, all of these kind of things. Um, maternity pay, you know, health and safety at work, important, knowing your Breast rights. Breastfeeding at work, childcare at work. Um, so, yesterday was about mm. pelvic floor. The yeah, other day, yeah, the mm. other day we're talking about endometriosis and other conditions Fibroids. and complications that can affect pregnancy. Mm. We'll be talking about breastfeeding. We're going to be talking about if you're an older mum, mm. you know, how does what what will your pathway look like? Mm. What are you entitled to along what are your that? Options? What are your options? As an older mum, you don't have many options. Yeah, even yeah, they they feel like you're high risk. So you don't have many options. So what's classi- what what's, what's classified as an older mum? What age is, is that? it? 35, 35 and above. Thirty five. Yeah, I'm yeah. there thinking that you're going to say 50, 49. <laughs> 35. 35. Yeah. That's geriatric crazy. Mom. They used to call them geriatric. Mom. Older mum is from 35 yeah. onwards. Yep. What do they call it now? Um, advanced maternal age. I don't like that one. I I think advanced that one's maternal age. That one's worse. <laughs> that one's worse. <laughs> geriatric crazy. is crazy. Bro. No, I prefer geriatric that one. Is rude. Advanced age. So you, just make, you just feel like geriatric is like a 70 year old. Yeah. Wow. Um, We've got another day where we're focusing on Muslim mums. Muslim mums. So, so we've got our awareness week. Oh, sorry, our, um, an update. Our awareness week has moved from September. It's now sitting in, in April, April to okay. go with um, April Absolutely. Advocacy mm-hmm. Month. So we've got a whole day where we're focusing on that experience of that intersectionality of being black and being Muslim. So like, for instance, Ramadan, I've spoken to... Yeah, Ramadan, Ramadan fast. And I've spoken to um, Muslim women who are like, oh, you know, they just put you in one box if you're Muslim. Mm. And they're like, oh, you know, eating curries and stuff like that. And I'm like, we don't eat curry. We're not mm. South Asian. We're, mm. we're African. We're mm-hmm. Nigerian, you know? So some of the adv- um, advice that they give is just not relevant. Mm. So what is that? So like even certain myths and stereotypes, like, you know, because I'm wearing a, a hijab or a niqab, mm. they, 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 they will say things out of earshot believing that they can't hear them yeah. or that they don't speak English very well and mm. stuff like that. And so there are all these little things, but also how to better take care. So like they, on the day we'll be focusing on um, what are some of the practices and some of the things you might see a Muslim woman or Muslim family doing mm. around the, the child so you can be more respectful of stuff mm. like that and what their practices are. So it's important for health professionals to also know this, but also for us to educate mm. ourselves. Um, there's so many different days of the, of yeah the there's young mums as well yeah. we're going to do yeah. one of young mums you're telling me they think that the hijab or the niqab is made out of lead leave them <laughs> leave them <laughs> at this point <laughs> leave them the experiences people have said that they've yeah. things that they've heard because they believe that they, if they're on you know if this is the first time they've met them and they're wearing they're going to assume that, oh, they don't speak yeah, English or yeah. they don't know what they're talking or about. Or their husbands is beating them. Yeah. If they come to their husband, yeah. domestic violence. Huge stereotype. Wow. Right. Oh, yeah, it's a huge yeah. stereotype. So that, that that's a huge intersectionality because it's religion and it's race. race. Yeah. But the whole week and the month as well is all about us as women learning and feeling empowered, but also health professionals learning. Mm. We need them to learn. Yeah. Is there point. a difference in treatment when somebody... Um, a black woman or a person of colour has a miscarriage? Yes, but it has to be free. You have to have had three Three miscarriages miscarriages to go go through a different pathway. Oh, wow. Three recurrent miscarriages. Interesting. So if you've got miscarriage, if it's up to three times, then go through a special pathway. But I don't think everyone gets it. I think you have to mention it because I know some people who've gone through four or five and they've gone through the normal pathway because that's triggering. Mm. Yeah, it's very triggering. Um, and then the stillbirth as well. There's another pathway. Um, but Tommy's, we work with Tommy's. They're really, really, really good. Um, so at the moment, they launched um, a helpline on Monday, innit, with, yeah. with us. Um, so if you're black woman or 
birthing person. I don't even know why I said that one. I don't. I just felt being inclusive. I just, I was like, just be inclusive. Birthing person. Yeah. Um, wow. Because we have to be inclusive. Okay. Not, okay. We had this conversation before, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we did. It's not. It's I think not you guys should just said it and just. Yeah, we didn't have I was trying to. She's not. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> um, there's a helpline if you have any concerns. So outside of miscarriages, so Tommy's mainly work with baby loss, but outside of that, you can call the helpline for anything, literally anything, any concerns that you have. Call Tommy's. So it's on our website, but it's also on our Instagram. We post it on Monday. Okay. Um, yes, call them. They will support you. Yeah. Honestly, they will support you. So. Those are, those are some of the things that we're trying to highlight this month yeah. Yeah. because I just feel like there's so many conversations that we're not having mm. and people kind of look to us because they trust us. Yeah. And we've got a huge community of like black women and health professionals that follow mm. us. So we just think, let's put this information, yeah. as much information out there as possible. So if even if it's just a forward, a share, whatever it may be, you don't know whose life you're going to literally mm. change. So yeah, that's that's yeah. kind of yeah. It's crazy the amount of information you have on your website. Well, yeah, it's all yeah. there. Well, thank you. But no one yeah. goes on our website. I don't think no one even no. knows. I don't know what's no, going no, on. No, no, no sorry. Now I'm, I'm going to say this because sometimes I be speaking to women. I be telling them about our website. Like, oh, I don't know. I didn't see this. Yeah. I'm like, why are you not looking? It's yeah. there. Like, go on our website. We have so much things there. Yeah. I'm like. I don't know the mad. Maybe the white woman looking at because I don't know. <laughs> well, you can't tell by the stats, but we do, we do, we do get mad views. Um, but yeah, I think it's true. When we when we physically yeah. talk to women, people yeah. are like, oh, okay, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know. But I think that's a that's a part of, and we spoke about this before. That's a part of maybe people disengage. Mm. Pregnant people might disengage because they're like, oh, I'm a bit too scared. Fact, they do. It seems a bit too that's scary. What I, yeah, that's what I. But it's so scary positive. to go in like kind of going blind. Yeah, but, but like I prefer to go in blind. I prefer to go in She likes to do research. Me, I'm oh. doing Even research. though I keep preaching that's research, what, I don't tell, like to yeah, do. Yeah, you can't be telling us research the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, but now, you're going uh, in blind. now I know better. Yeah. But um, I, I will go in blind. I don't want to know what's going to happen. Just that's let, just let it happen. Mm-hmm. But that's that's wrong. Oh, yeah. let it happen yeah. is scary. But we have so many positive stories. I'm in heaven because I let it happen. Oh Lord, no. Is she okay? Mm-mm. No, you have to. You have to no, pregnancy t- really gives me the shakes. Today. I'm just Is quite. It? Just, yeah, it's very. It's a, it's a lot. You'll be fine, Esther. You'll be yeah, fine, man. No, all right. <laughs> so, what, how how can the people support um, Five Times More? Is there a place um, they can donate and stuff? Absolutely, we've got cool. a big button on our website that says okay. donate. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because we actually rely on donations. Mm. Um, we are currently um, a CIC, so it's difficult to get funding it's difficult to get like anything, anything. <laughs> so we do rely quite heavily on um donations in order to keep running and keep those resources and keep everything kind of going mm-hmm. um but also like i said a share a mention having conversations within mm-hmm. you know your communities with your loved ones um mm-hmm. if you know anyone that's pregnant literally sending them to our page we've got free resources we've got free hypnobirth and we've got free things that we're you know working yeah. on at the moment that will be out hopefully before september yeah. because oh, we nice. have a deadline please but, yeah, we've got yeah, like we've got a so learning much. hub that we're working on that is going to, you know, have so much information on there. It'll be free. You know, we've got so much on there because we mm. are passionate. You know, we've had one good, one bad experience each. And mm. we know what good looks like. And we want to replicate that for mm. all women out there. So um, a, a forward, a share, a mention, mm. um, contacting us to come and speak to your um, organizations mm. or your workplaces. We deliver training. There's, there's literally so much. So, yeah. Mm. 
Oh, yeah, that people, this is not just for the women, this is for the men as well, it's for everybody. Fivexmore.com, mm-hmm. all the information is there. Thank you so much, guys. Thank, Thank you so much, ladies. Thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. Should we move into the headlines? Let's do it. All right, people. So, um, first headline, this is sad news, and it's a trigger warning here. And the founder of the multi-billion dollar tech company, Cash App, Bob Lee, was fatally stabbed oh. Yeah, near downtown San Francisco on Tuesday, his family said. San Francisco police found a 43-year-old man with stab wounds and treated him before he later died in hospital. The California San Francisco Police Department said officers responded to reports of a stabbing on Tuesday at 2 o'clock in the morning, 2.30 in the morning. They found Mr. Lee unconscious on the ground with two stab wounds to the chest, according to the San Francisco Chronicle, and started to administer aid before rushing him to San Francisco General Hospital. For those who don't know, Cash App is a smartphone. We don't use it in this country that much at all, do we? Really American thing. Yeah, it's an American thing. Yeah. But Cash App is a smartphone-based uh, payment app that allows person-to-person money transfers and is now worth $40 billion, wow. according to Forbes. Yeah. Since launching, since launching in 2013, its user base had skyrocketed, hitting 7 million monthly active users in 2017 and climbing to 30 million in 2020. Mr. Lee's death has prompted renewed criticism of violent crime in the Californian city. Data from 2021 shows that residents there face a 1 in 16 chance each year of being a victim of property or violent crime, according to the Hoover Institution, which is a policy research think tank, making a city more dangerous than 98% of U.S. cities. Crazy. Next headline. And top U.N. officials warned yesterday that a Taliban government um, order banning um, Afghan women from working for its mission in the country would violate the word would violate the world body's charter and demanded the ban to be revoked. The United Nations also announced it had instructed all Afghan staff, men and women, not to report to the office after the ban on its women's staff was confirmed. The Taliban, the Taliban authorities have imposed a slew of restrictions on Afghan women since seizing power in 2021, including banning them from higher education and many government jobs. The increase in the curbs are reminiscent of the Taliban's first government between 1996 and 2001, when the UN said they were responsible for repeated human rights violations, particularly against girls and women. While it's unclear what the effect of a charter violation would be in the long term, the UN ordered all its Afghan staff, men and women, not to report to the office until further notice. And the last headline, trigger warning here, and there's, some, there's been some global criticism and concern which mounted yesterday, when, uh, Wednesday, after Israeli police clashed with Palestinians inside Islam's third holiest site, sparking a military exchange of rockets and airstrikes with fears of further escalation. Two more rockets were fired late yesterday from the Israel-blockaded Gaza Strip towards Israel, the army and witnesses said, and fresh altercations broke out at Al-Aqsa Mosque during the Jewish Passover and the, and the Muslim holy month of Ramadan. Armed police in riot gear stormed the prayer, prayer halls of Al-Aqsa Mosque before dawn yesterday, aiming to dislodge law-breaking youths and masked agitators. A barrage of rocks and fireworks met the officers, police videos showed, and more than 350 people were arrested. Violence in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict has intensified since the new government of veteran Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu took power in December, a coalition with extreme right and the ultra-Orthodox Jewish parties. The mosque in Israeli annexed East Jerusalem is built on top of what Jews call the Temple Mount, 
which is Judaism's holiest site. It has been a frequent flashpoint, and clashes there in May 2021 sparked the latest Gaza war that raged for 11 days. And that's it for the headlines. Thank you. Let's get into Word on Road. All right. I have an issue here with people. Here we go. Here we go. Indeed, here we go. Here we go. Because I really try sometimes to really, you know, not throw shade or anything. But I have an issue with women who who they had a certain story, and then out of nowhere, they want to change the story. But then they want to preach to everybody who's still subscribed to the first story mm. about what they're doing. I hope that's not one of y'all. <laughs> it really gets on my nerves because when you were going to become a new person, you didn't give the rest of us the memo. So now that you're now walking in this new light, you cannot be shaming and throwing people who were walking in the old light that you loved, so you were dying for it. Ekin Su, right? That's who I've got <laughs> this morning, this lovely morning. Ooh. Ekin Damsu, right? Mm. I thought you were so, talking about someone else. I can't lie. Damn, I love you. You really like that. to us because we know you people She's like, she went to me. Oh, oh, I know. Who do you think you're talking about? Oh, no, no. I don't know. Oh. I know. She said that on. She said that on. Yeah. That on. Wow. That one. So you know, sometimes you're like, I, um, I know a lot of people like this. Yeah. But when I have to address one person. It's more like Cinderella's. There's hella Cinderella's. So you, you all can tie your shoes as you're hearing this as well. <laughs> so Ekinson yesterday tweeted, no man... Sorry, another thing, yeah. Some girls be single for a time. And then, they and get then when you get them back, you don't know how to act anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, all right. So no man will ever take you seriously with just half-naked pictures of you in a bikini and lingerie. Hashtag you are what you project. Hashtag ladies take note. Pause. We watched you really? for a good two months. How did we meet bikini. her? How did we meet you? With a little itsy bitsy um, triangle oh, bikini top and gosh. a thong. Come on, come that's on. how we met you. Not a thong. A thong. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we met you. I from Love, I, love yeah. I don't know what she wore. Okay. This is how we met you. Also, she f- she went on to have a line with Opoly. I will tell you now, this is not what you wear to church. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I will tell you now. Itty bitty. Hella, hella, you know the cut out bit where it's, it's, it's all um, cut out. bitty dresses. <laughs> then now you think that you want to tell people anyway. But yeah, acting brand new. Okay. Then she went on to then post on her Instagram story talking about a girl can be just as sexy without showing some skin. Bye-bye. Sexy is having brains, knowing how to carry herself and still being a badass, that she said to all the classy ladies. Basically, yeah, she was on Dancing with the Stars or whatever the UK one is. She was trending for days. Ofcom reports were made because yeah. how sexy she was dancing. Mm. If I talk now, the sister's talking. <laughs> anyway, so she did that, but she deleted it very quickly. I'm glad she did it because you must have known that was a very, very that was a very, very foolish thoughts to put out into the world. It was very, very stupid. No one asked that. Someone else who's had enough of foolish thoughts out in the world. So you know Tiny, as in mm-hmm. Ti's wife from mm, yeah. Escape. She has this ugly PR, as in people mm. keep calling the woman ugly. And it's really out of order. Oh. I mean, the botched surgery, <laughs> there's that in it. It's but a surgery. So it's to cut you. It has to be, man. That can't. God didn't do that. What surgery? 
how she looks. Her, no, yeah. that's her no, face. No, not her face. I'm talking oh. about the body. No, but oh, her face it? looks like she's done something to she's it. She's done though. some stuff to her face. That's not well. how she I thought it was just before. her eyes that she done. Yes, I remember she tattooed the colour of her eye. Um, okay. Her lips look funny. Yeah. And then... Is it the secretary or the TIA's wife? Sorry, the, the, wife, the wife. The wife. The wife, yeah. 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 Okay. You like trouble, innit? You like trouble, You like trouble. You like trouble. I want to clarify. And you got extra clarify because TIA's very cheeky because when he goes for the extras... They don't look nothing like his wife. Yeah. <laughs> They're like his pre, you know, pre-jobs kind oh. of situation. Pre-surgery. <clears throat> Pre- that's it. Thank you very much, ma'am. So, um, yeah, so basically, so people always call her ugly and all that kind of stuff. And I like, do like comparisons. Kind of how they do to, like, for like Lil' Kim as well. And talk about how, but Tia's is, um, Tiny's is worse. Like, it's, Tiny's is worse, isn't it? But Lil' daughter- Kim's? They talk about how pretty Lil' Kim was. And now she's no, like, Lil' she's Kim was pretty. Oh, yeah, she w- yeah, she was, she was, she was. She was. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, you heard, like, yeah, she's blown up. She looks, sometimes she looks like... Oh, people are saying things. she looks like she's had one. No, I, I put my spin on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but whose who's one's worse, though? Lil' Kim. I think Lil' Kim's Kim, one's worse. Different. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Lil yeah, Kim, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Looks, it's okay, but she looks different. Doesn't look like Lil' Kim. She's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, yeah she, she was, she was, she was But you know, I saw that with a trigger warning. So, so, trigger warning. But someone was talking about how, like, people like to talk cuss her for, like, ruining her face or whatever. Forgetting that, um, is it Biggie she was with? Yeah. How he punched her nose, he beat her and broke her nose, and she had to have surgery to to get a new it? nose. Yeah, is it? Oh, oh. We were like, people like I to cast this woman and what she's done to her face, forgetting that she had no choice. Oh wow! And obviously, that's what's contributed to her feeling Jesus. like she's not beautiful enough and stuff like that. So, it, the first surgery was as a result of domestic violence. Wow. Is that a true fact? Was that something that yeah, she put out? It was. Um, it seemed to be fact. Okay. Yeah, I don't, it, I don't, it's, I didn't, it didn't, it wasn't an alternative um, fact. It was fact. It's not oh, wow. alternative I feel like, you know when people feel like because someone's dead, they can't talk about yeah, yeah, what yeah. they did. Mm. What do you mean? Speak up. But anyways, um, yeah, so basically her daughter, so someone tweeted again, talking about, uh, they had a picture of her when she was younger, and they said, yo, can somebody explain to me what happened to Tiny? And this is wild, you know. Like, this is what I really don't like social media sometimes. Because how can you tweet here? Yo, can somebody explain to me what happened to Tiny? Because my whole life she's been ugly. Wow. How can you no, say that? That's not true. Some person. Wow. And then the person's actually well, everyone's verified these days on Twitter, isn't it? It says, um, I never because people are buying it. I never knew she was pretty back in the day. How do you say that? That's rude. And then her daughter then she's came, like, she must be like a gen, what was it, Gen Z? Gen Z? I don't yeah, know, one you know. Of the new ones, new Jet, ones. whatever they are. Gen because they don't Gen know Z. about old... Oh, they don't know about... about escape, it's a yeah. man as well. Yeah, you wouldn't remember saying oh. business oh. Come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> I, I really... I didn't want to do it. But, um, <laughs> the shoe fits. Or the Jordans fit. So, um, <laughs> so then her daughter then saw that tweet and then... Co- and this is when people forget that people have, like, family members. Yeah. Like, they have nieces. They have cousins. They have... Mm. So her daughter rep- responded, quote tweeted that and said, she grew up in the industry and has always received more hate than love. I know most of you can't fathom what that does to your self-esteem because your life revolves, yeah, revolves around getting on the internet and talking down on others like it's your job without the paycheck. The misery, she's like, yeah, she basically said the misery, yeah, you sort of miserable. I think she should have just said, you know, her mom was beautiful though. She's different than that, but she didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then so, and then also my last bit of tea, I didn't really care about this, but I saw the people were caring. I'm, you know, I'm trying to cater to all. But um, Lil Durk got his girl back in India, India Royale. So I think the story with them, because you know there's so many like Lil's and so many... Yeah, I, I don't can't know keep who. up. I, don't, I, don't, I genuinely cannot keep up. You said it like that. Who's that? Yeah. Yeah, he's a rapper. <laughs> okay. Apparently he's really, really good Is actually. this the blonde dread one? 
yeah, then yeah. it will have okay, Greek as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't agree because I was like, mm, which one? <laughs> but um, yeah, so basically, he and his girl left him because he cheated on her. And I think he had, a, I think he got a girl pregnant, like he's got, had a baby or something like that. Had a baby on her. But people, I know that in the, people that care about this, you know, when they look at these girls as like role models and copy mm. the fashion sense and all that kind of stuff. Um, people have always said that she's like the, she was just like a good girl. Like she just minds her business. She's not really trying to do too much. She mm. just keeps herself to herself. Like So I guess in the space of things, she's not the attention-seeking girlfriend of a rapper, basically. So when she left, the people like really rated the fact that, okay, yeah, that, you know, she's not going to stand for that and whatever, whatever. And then she went out, I remember she went out like clubbing one time and people were like, I then men were like talking about, oh, you know, you break up with a girl and now she's all twerking. She's now on a twerk tour and blah, blah. And they're basically cussing her. And it was just the whole thing. Twerk tour? One time, one video, and they were like, Oh, look at her. This which they were like, even if, if I was dirt, this would put me off her. It was a whole conversation what? about you know, if you've got a girl and she goes out, if you use her break up and she goes out to the club, as men, that gives them the ick. Okay, which not going ever discussion. I'm Listen. not even gonna get into it. <laughs> I can't. So we had an Instagram live the other day and he didn't show her. He was singing like um, Beyonce and he looked very, very happy. Like he had a glow back. Okay. Oh. The guy was very happy. I was actually happy for him. I was like, you know what? You got her back in it because mm. you were looking real down and out the past few weeks kind of thing. Um, and then I guess the people who, the detectives online put together the tattoo of the snippet they saw of someone's shadow and put it to hers and <laughs> they've concluded that they're back together. But if that's he, the case, then... Is he going to stay faithful? All right. I hope okay. she had that conversation with him. Okay. All right. But I do think that because he's lost her, yeah. I think he will. I think he, like, he knows that, okay, she's not playing. For a while. Maybe like a year or two. No, I feel like some guys, yeah. Like some guys. So he's going to be more careful. Okay. No, I feel he like some change. guys, yeah, wouldn't it? No. no. No, I don't believe that, you know. You no. know. I don't believe that. No, I, well, I don't no, know I, him I don't and believe, he's a rapper, so I don't know. This is it. I don't believe that because she's, he's going to be, like he might move forward being more careful. I feel like he could actually now yeah. be faithful because he realised that, like, damn, like, I don't know. But you lost nah. her. Don't believe like, it. She's not playing with you. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And it took a lot to get her back. Mm. I think I think that. How I long were they? How long weren't they together? Like, before? You know, I don't know any of this information. <laughs> no, I, I, I have a clue. Do you well, know what? It, it, I think it can go both ways. Mm. I feel like when men, um, when you leave a man, I think he may have more respect for you and he may not cheat again. I think within the industry that he's in, the amount of money he has, the age he is, I do think he's going to cheat again. Or he could look at you like, okay, cool, I can do it again. How can your two options be about him cheating again, please? Yeah. I said, I you said said not I, I, no, no, no. I, I said that he might not do it again <laughs> oh, oh, the first time. <laughs> <laughs> he might not do it, like, he might do it again. Yeah. Oh, he might do it again. <laughs> no, he might not do it again. But based on his age, the industry he's yeah. in, the money he has, yeah. the people he's around, he's probably going to do it again. Or, so yeah, he going to do it again. <laughs> No, but I, I, just, so short. I, I feel in both scenarios, yeah. he's gonna do it again. I have hope for people. Yeah, that's like, I, you mean, like I don't, I don't believe all men cheat. Yeah. I, don't I, believe don't all believe, men, I don't believe yeah, all men no. cheat. But I do believe as well that sometimes you can make, like, you can make a mistake or whatever, however intentional it was, and it can really click in your head that that what a gamble that was. Yeah. That was very foolish of me, and you can then turn around and be like, "Hey, you're never again." I just feel in order for that to happen. Yeah your environment has to change. And yes. his environment yes. is not yes. going to change. Because I was going to talk about um, Waka Flocka, Waka Flocka, that guy. Flucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, him. So he was, you know, he was, you know, time for breakfast, yeah, lunch, yeah. dinner. It was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know why sis was there anyway. And then once I said like, you know what? No, I'm actually done. This mm-hmm. is foolishness. And he put in so much to get her back that he. And then when he got her back, he changed his circle. He didn't have the same friends. He didn't go to, to he didn't go clubbing no more. Like he changed everything because he was like, I'm not about to put myself in this mm-hmm. kind of situation ever mm-hmm. again. Hundred percent. All the best all parties involved in it. That's all I say. <laughs> all the best. All the best. Best wishes. Best wishes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, that's all from me today. And let's get into people's journal. All right, people. So welcome to the People's Journal. I give you the news from an economics point of view. So the first thing I want to talk about, yeah, Brent, if you don't mind putting um, the link up on the it's screen, It's so disgusting. Please. It's horrible, isn't it? But um, I was going to make you, like, kind of guess what it is, but Actually, I don't think you'll be able to hide yeah, it's showing. Basically, guess what? What is this? What, what is, is meant to be? Yeah. Mints. That don't look like no mints. Is that liver? It's mushed up mints. Does it look mince? No. no, it doesn't. Oh. But you said, "What is it supposed to be?" <laughs> I haven't said it. But oh, okay, is it kidney okay. or liver? Liver. Yeah, liver. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With egg on top. Yeah. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. That oh yeah. Thing. Oh, the wrapper. Oh, the wrapper. You know what I saw? It looks like egg. You know what I saw? Backpack. I thought it was supposed to do COVID. Like it's like an attachment. I don't know. What is it? But yeah, man. It's, it's mince. Um, yeah, Beef mince. mince. 3% mm-hmm. fat, yeah. What? Yeah, man. Is Basically. that what it looks like now then? Or was yeah, this what accident? Yeah. But what they're saying is um, they're pointing it down to um, using the vacuum-packed method, right? And they're doing that to use 55% less plastic. So because I think they've compressed it so much and it's vacuum-packed, it's just squished the meat. Now you can't like see that. one line. You can't see nothing. There's, yeah. no, there's no groove. <laughs> there's no groove. Where's, where's, where's the lines? Where's exactly. The, yeah, there's I no like separation. You see one line. But that is smooth and flat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so, yeah, so nasty. But that's is good for making meatballs, though. I ain't got time for that. I, see, I, make, I like to make cheesy meatballs. So, you know when you put the cheese and then no no this is really <laughs> good I'm buying that meat at least one person celebrating this no because I, 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 I make meatballs isn't it so you just rub it put the cheese inside and this is already you lot should try it you, you lot know. should try cheese meatballs it's so nice but yeah man the people the shoppers um, expressed their distaste man yeah. they're like nah man this looks like um, a rectangle of must must off cuts and Ooh. someone said it looks like um, someone's kidney does it? it pretty much looks like liver and kidney. Was it that. cheaper then because they're saving plastic? I don't think so. It'll be just cheaper for them. No, then that's not good then. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not about to eat nonsense because you are trying to save the planet. Yeah, it looks, it looks horrible. Stopping cows, I'm saving the planet quicker. But I'm not doing that either. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next thing I want to talk about is basically, I'm, I think I, I definitely spoke about this on the show, yeah. But are you guys aware of the National Mobile Phone Emergency Warning Test? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. No. So, I know no? what so, does it matter yeah. if you're not in the country? I don't even know what it is. Oh, I don't know what it is. I'm not going to be in the country at that time. Yeah. I think it's just UK wide, you know. I don't. Think I think it is UK wide. I think it's UK wide. Can you give context? Please, I don't know what's going on. Do you know No, you do. You must. You. When I tell you, you've seen it on TikTok. Yeah, we spoke about it. We spoke about it. They've been talking about it all over TikTok. I haven't been on TikTok, girl. I got I've got fifty DS for my friends. I used to stop sending me stuff. I'm never gonna watch it. Just stop it. So basically, the government's announced yeah, that a siren is going to be going off on nearly every smartphone in the UK. Do you know when that is? <laughs> so the entire house just ringing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At a certain yeah. time. At 3pm. Yeah. 3pm on the 27th of yes. April. Sunday the 23rd of okay. April. Why Sunday? 
Hold on, what do you mean why Sunday? I don't want it on Monday. <laughs> why is, why I don't not want Sunday? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I won't be trying to sleep. It's a Sunday. It's 2 p.m. Actually, I love it after dinner. I love a Sunday, Sunday nap. Oh, yeah, after, Sunday after, after church nap. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> It's the best thing ever. <laughs> well, you want me to set you alarm because this will wake you up, innit? And basically, it's going to be <laughs> 10 seconds of sound. 10 and, seconds? Yeah. How long that is? I'll turn, I'll turn mine off. Yeah, you can turn it off. Think, can you? Okay, you yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I, TikTok, listen, TikTok, guys. TikTok, TikTok. Well, what's the use of this? Okay, so basically, I think we spoke. Yeah, we definitely spoken about this on the show. Basically, you know, um, certain emergencies where where the government want to tell you guys if there's a flood or yeah, evacuation. Or oh, this is good yeah. then. Yeah, 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 it's a good thing. Yeah. That's so what they test. tell you. It's true. That's true. Uh, Anything, listen, from COVID-19, I don't believe nothing the government tells me. They probably use it for That's what they tell you. Okay, so what do you think it's for? They're going to use for I arrest. I don't know. Arrest. When, listen, because how do they have access to my phone to get my siren to ring? Mm. Mm. They have so now, yeah, when they, they need to get everything. somebody, if they need to catch a criminal, they're just going to let off his siren on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> you're high, you think you're hiding <laughs> bushes. You think you can get away from me? <laughs> no, literally. The same That's way right. when we're all in lockdown, now we have, what, what are those things that they're putting up? Those radio, those... Oh, uh, just track yeah. if the person oh, you got. Oh, convenient time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't believe anything they say. I'll turn mine off. Oh, listen to my mum's one. Listen, listen. Uh, anyway, I won't be in the country, so. But yeah, the, the test was originally planned for um, early evening, but was moved to 3 p.m., like I said, to avoid clashing with the FA Cup semi final. What? That's why. Well, it's very important, the, the matches, the FA Cup semi final. In a breath. Yeah. The fact that it's even based around football, I can't take it seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Men are such main characters. Honestly. Do you know what? Because that was a women's FA Cup. That sounded going off while they're all on the pitch. Oh, okay. the whole hour. <laughs> they wouldn't care. You hear it loud and clear on the screen. I, I just feel whenever the government tries to make the nation comply with something, they're just seeing how compliant we are mm-hmm. yeah, for them to want to do their next step. That's what it is. Do you know what would be so sick though? I would love to actually hear all of that in unison. You know how, like, mm. when during lockdown, people were doing the, the, the claps? claps. Perfect, yeah. It was, like, I like to just... I like something happening, and it's happening everywhere at the same time. Mm. Something safe. Lord, mm. something safe, please. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So I thought like it'd be so cool to actually hear that from everyone's house. Like, I wonder if it's going to be loud enough, because it's happening at the same time for everybody. Mm. It's an entire nation, right? Yeah. 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 I wonder if it's going to be loud. It's my son. Like, my son, like, Jesus is back. You, you should literally stand outside and just see if you can hear it. No, I was really going to. No, you're really going to do that. I really going to. I know you're going to do that. I'm going to do that. You're going to do that. I'm going to stand outside for a moment, but let me see if I can hear. That's, That's going to be funny. sick, you know. Be I'm going to try and record it. Your phone's going to go off. But actually, sorry sorry to be the Debbie Downer, but um, I did see, again on TikTok, TikTok okay. um, about the whole siren thing. And it's important to make sure that we're letting people know that you can switch it off because in some certain situations, like people mm. who have got secret phones in terms mm. of like DV, I mean, yeah. domestic violence and yeah. stuff like that. I they might, man. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, we don't care about those. We don't care about those. But, but there are some women that actually have emergency phones oh, yes. and Ooh, private yes. phones. So they yeah. need to be able to switch it off mm. in that emergency um, setting. So mm. yeah, make sure you are spreading the word because you don't know whose life you may potentially you may save them. You heard that, people? Yes. That's, so true. That's not a debit down. That's very important mm-hmm. information. Yeah, man. So yeah, last thing is basically the text message and alarm is is expected to hit ninety percent of mobile phones in the UK. So text and yeah, alarm. it's gonna be mm. a text too much. An alarm. Ninety percent. Why? Yeah, 90. but ten percent is the government. 
No, ten, no, ten, 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 Devices, then okay, ninety percent can make sense. Yeah, that's what it is. It's ninety percent of mobile phones, not ninety percent of mm. smartphones. <laughs> I'm sure the Nokia can make a sound. Too. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm interesting. Not, I'm not buying it. Uh, and the next thing I want to talk about is um, obviously we've been speaking about strikes going on, um, and pretty much NHS bosses are saying, "Look, doctors, please stop striking, man, because mm. the patients are going to be at risk." Give them money then. It's an easy solution. Yeah, because next week there's going to be a four-day strike. Damn. Oh. Junior doctors. The Jesus. No, sorry, I have to take it. Yeah, I saw it on the news yesterday and I, I didn't know whether to laugh or cry. Yeah. It's the South London Trust and they were in the news because they said on a WhatsApp group, somebody very senior on a WhatsApp group said, oh, um, those that have come here that are studying with visas, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. But they exempt from the strike. No, no, no. If you if if you if you're coming and you're studying on a visa, mm. if you uh, yeah, yeah. if you strike, I'm gonna break you. are gonna take you back. Wow. <laughs> so you can't strike. Wow, they're like striking that. for everyone. <laughs> nah, strike is for everyone. But they get, they're actually getting in trouble because you're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed Good. to say that. You need to get them yeah, when, I, when I saw it and I saw so the true. trust and I saw the name of the trust mm. and it's where I live and I said, okay, oh, well, no. it had to be you. Yeah, in the news for stuff like that's this. Wild. But so it's, it's important to know because, like you said, like you're not part of, I guess, the country like that, isn't it? Like, mm. so you came in to work. To work. To come in, yeah, scaring yeah. people to come into work. But it's, if they want to strike, that's their, mm -hmm. that's their legal oh, that's right. Oh, that's our border, though. It's a human right. Because they know they were scared. Mm. So they yeah. they wouldn't even want to risk it now. Even now, you've told yeah. them that like, no, you can't. You have a right. They're thinking just in case. Yeah, yeah. it's really bad. Yeah, man. So, man, what do you think about that? Do they have the right to to strike? The goal of them, right? So what? What? What do you think about that, Ibanya? Um, you invited them over to work, mm. help them out, and they decided to I, join I, their I don't think it's just colleagues. a case. Is it just a case? Because they've just met? I don't think it's just a case of us inviting them. They wanted to come to it. So if you come over on a work visa, right, and your stay is dependent on that, you need to be working. Now, nah, be honest with you, yeah. The they NHS agree? is suffering enough. They needed them. Did they agree to the, the stipulations of the visa? Yeah, they must have. All right, so why are they complaining? They want to support this their friends. Is, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to be devil's advocate. Ultimately, ultimately, sorry, whatever, love, whatever sorry, their love, friends sorry, love, are. Sorry, love, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he <laughs> says, sorry, love. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Guy. Hey, I'm, I'm, I want you to do the whole devil's advocate stuff. Because mm. you're normally not for the people. But is that needed, though? I'm always for the people. What are you talking about? Without, I'm, just, I'm just trying to figure out what the um, benefits of doing devil's advocate is going to be in this situation. I don't know. Find it. <laughs> there's, there's nothing. There's no um, damn thing. No, nah, I can't figure it out. Do you no. think that their their visa should be revoked? Not because I. No, I I don't think so. But that's because obviously I believe that um, the junior doctors are not getting paid enough. You know what I'm saying? Like the conditions are not good enough for people in the NHS at all. So. Yeah, so I understand it. But at the same time, I understand you came here to work and your visa is based on you working. So if you're saying I'm not going to work, I understand if there's consequences. You know is a visa based on you working every day? See, I'm not, I'm not too sure about that. It can't be because then I think sure. it's, not, I it's a student visa, is it? Because they're, they're junior doctors, are they still not students? No, junior doctors are 
I think they're, they're proper doctors. They're, they're just, proper doctors. They're just, they're proper um, doctors. What's the, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. They're just lower yeah so they have to work. It's, on, it's all yeah. about working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess if they try, if they I mean, it's a good point. I can't paid. lie. Is it? It is. Yeah. How? Because I'm not seeing it because for me, yeah, like they're striking over the conditions of their working. Yeah. So whether I'm here on a visa, I'm here as a favor to um, Boris Johnson, who's the current prime minister, Richard Sunak, <laughs> like whatever it is that I'm here for. <laughs> This is still about working conditions and that still needs to be striked. So whether I'm like, I feel like them saying that shows for me, that is them showing how the racism in this country, because you feel like because they've come here, you're doing them a favor. First of all, there was a whole campaign mm. begging people from other countries to come mm. here yeah. because people in the NHS keep quitting. Um, doctors and um, medical staff keep quitting. So sure. you've, You've had an, you you basically use the visa as an incentive mm-hmm. to get people here to help your system, and then because they want to join people in rightfully mm-hmm. um, protesting about the conditions, you're going to say, well, you know, if you do that, we're going to send you back to your country. That is racist. Yeah, but that's no, wild. It's not, remember, it's, it's not just like um, minorities and stuff. Isn't it? Other white people too. That's that you create. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. And, that, and what is that? Not racism. Okay, it's not racism. <laughs> but okay, but it's prejudice. But I get, I get it's what still, you mean. It's still on the same. It's still under the same hateful. Like, umbrella, I mean, but, but did they not have a choice to come over of their own free will? This is it. This yeah, is they did. Saying. But just because, yeah, I, so... they were, just because I did that doesn't mean. Sorry, I don't believe in doing in um some someone allowing someone to do something or giving someone something and then maltreating them yeah. on the kind of you feel like you yeah. have power. This mm. is the power play. This mm-hmm. is wild to me. If you're a contractor, can you strike? No, because you if you don't work, you don't get paid. You won't get paid. You won't yeah. get paid, but you can still strike. Yeah, 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 just want to get and paid. again, yeah. yeah, and the fact that you're gonna you're miss you're willing to miss out on pay, mm-hmm. still shows how it, it shows, highlights yeah. the, the how big the issue is. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but um, I don't think they'll be protected like everybody else, like mm-hmm. under the unions and stuff. No, it? they probably won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so it's, like it's you knowing that if I strike, this may happen to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And until the laws kind of change to accommodate people like that in, in those um, positions, what can we do? Anyway, they, to be fair, they've been revoking citizenships for a while now. Anyway, so. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess they may just have to find different ways to support them. You know what I mean? But the thing is that they are allowed to strike. It's just that one hospital that said they shouldn't. Mm. Yeah, it was just the one. Oh, right, it was just okay. the one. Yeah, so they are just that they, one they hospital. Did, they, got, is, they got in trouble for it. It's okay. using their power exactly because yeah, they're using their power yeah. to antagonize yeah, to people. That. Yeah. That's wild, man. Yeah. It's wild. That's very very wild. Yeah, I guess the only difference is they just won't get paid in it. But the other ones, uh, no, actually, what am I talking about? No, because we've, no I know we've strikes that stuff with strikes. It's very rarely where you strike and not be paid. Because again, all of that striking and stuff is like, it comes on like human rights. It comes on like your yeah. right to work. All that, people, companies can get sued for it. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, think it, it's it just not getting paid. No, it, it depends. Because if you strike, you, you don't get paid. Unless, it, it depends. Oh, it varies from place to place. And that's why you've got unions mm. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, depends. it varies from place to but place. But I think some of them might not be working that day as well. So exactly. I think they don't want them to strike so they can come into work. Mm. Because they will have less junior doctors. Mm. So I don't think it's them striking because they're supposed to be at work. I think it's coming to work because we don't mm. have enough people mm. on that day. Yeah. It's a tricky one, man. Yeah. But four, four days is going to be... Personally, I think they need to do whatever it takes to get their money. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I just feel so for people. I feel so for people who have uh, appointments. Who have yeah. been waiting yeah. years yeah. for appointments. Yeah. That's who I feel so for. But that's what the government's banking on. Yeah. People to be like, you know what? 
we can't let the patients down. Mm-hmm. Is that the people, you know, like you said. But the government has let everyone down. The government, exactly. Yeah. 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 The onus is always yeah. put on the yeah. people yeah. that are striking. Yeah. 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 not the people yeah. on yeah. the top mm-hmm. that is forcing them to strike. So you can't put the onus mm-hmm. on the... Yeah. And that's what people say. People do the whole, oh, they're so selfish. And when firefighters are like, how could you do that? Yeah. Okay, well then in that case, you should be on you should be on foot, with, on the ground with us then. Yeah. You should be yeah. striking with us. Yeah. Well, yeah, people love to do that anyway. The people blame the wrong people. Yeah. Kind of like the Americans with the whole tipping culture. <laughs> they blame the customers instead of the employers, but it's crazy. But yeah, man. And the last thing I want to talk about is kind of linked to the NHS. And this is that hundreds of people with inherited breast or prostate cancer could now benefit from a targeted therapy um, on the NHS in England and Wales. So basically, cancer experts, they're happy about the decision. Say it's momentous and this, that, and the third. And basically, this particular drug, right, is designed to ch- treat specific cancers, right, linked to faulty versions of genes. Mm. Yeah. And so 800 people in total are going to be eligible for this treatment. So it's groundbreaking for people, man. Basically around 500 men with advanced prostate cancer, 300 men, sorry, 300 women with um, negative, well, HER2, negative early breast cancer, who are at high risk of the disease uh, returning, will be able to access this particular um, drug for free on the NHS and see, you know, what it can do pretty much, man. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the People's Journal. Thank you. Let's get into work or joke. All right, people. So, work or joke, right? This may not be a long one. Um, but if you guys are not familiar with work or joke, basically, it's just I say a few things and you decide whether this is true, woke, or this is just a joke to pretty much, yeah. So, the question today is, I'm going to give you three different things, different issues or situations um, that f- that um, the fresh French government is dealing with, right? Mm-hmm. I want you to tell me which one is not true. Yeah? Cool. So, the first thing is, um, basically, France's pension age, yeah? So, uh, the, yeah, so basically, every scenario could be a fake one. Right, that I'm gonna say. I'm gonna make it sound real though. Okay. Right, just to prepare you. <laughs> so basically, the president Emmanuel Macron um, is is attempting to raise France's um, state retirement, and there's loads of riots happening as we speak, right, right now. Yeah, don't don't check your phones. Right. Basically, the current state retirement age is 62. Right, which is a lot lower than European neighbors, like in the UK where it's 66, Germany Italy 67, and this that, and third. People are rioting. They want that changed but it's looking like they're still going to increase it, right? That's one thing. Second thing is, I'm not too sure if you guys are aware, but um, obviously um, during the month of Ramadan, some football matches in the Premier League um, are taking a break mm-hmm. for Muslims to basically break their fast, right? Francis said, we don't want to do any of that stuff. <laughs> so um, you Muslim guys are just going to have to woke. wait, <laughs> wait till <laughs> nine minutes. <laughs> And do your thing, basically, yeah? So that's another thing. And the last thing I want to say is, there's going to be a new law which will make it mandatory for influencers, right, to basically have to say if they're using filters. This is going to be in law. Mm. So one of these three, three, three things is fake. The France and the Muslims, yeah. They've had the... Anyway, they, yeah, that's work. <laughs> and the filters is work. Okay, so what's the fake one? The joke is the last one, the third one. I missed it. The last one. one. It was the filters. The filters was the last one. No, the first one. The last, the one I said. The pension. The, the pension, pension, yeah. 
Okay, so you don't think that France want to increase the pension age? It's 62 right now, UK 66. Like it's that's that's why they're writing. Exactly, that's why they're writing. If they are writing, but... They are writing. They are writing. <laughs> they're writing, but it wasn't for this. It's not... I don't think it's for this, though. It was for... Cost, mm. It was because it lives... French I think version. football's a joke. I think football's a joke. Because I saw something about Instagram and filters and stuff. Uh, yeah, I saw the Instagram oh, yeah, filters yeah, I saw that one. one. I saw that one. Well, I, like, I like it. Uh, basically, um, France is saying, look, we're not going to stop these matches for you guys to break it fast, isn't it? That one is what... Because France and Muslims, yeah... I don't know because who's in power I think that one's a joke in terms of I like, think the football one's a joke who's got power when it comes to these football teams and stuff like that is it most people who are Muslim mm. in terms of religion you have the money mm. you can say because that whole thing of F and you know I don't know football talk the World Cup and what happened in oh, um, oh Dubai and stuff yeah World, oh yeah yeah so are they the ones in power I don't know I feel like because mm. France they just always they're like, oh, you know, Muslims can't dress like this and you can't wear this, you can't wear that. They've never been caring about religion. But I feel like it's bigger than them when it comes to football. Mm. Look at the siren thing. We have to wait till we didn't have it on that day because of football, innit? So it's bigger than football. That's the UK, though. We're useless over here. We're yeah, they're proper useless. Very weak nation. Yeah, I think that one's a joke. Do you think what? Uh, the joke is the football thing? Yeah. Do you think they would obviously open it up and be like, yeah, I think they would. Suit? You think the same thing? Yeah. Or you too? I would have said joke. Mm. Now I would have said woke, but if they open that up, they're gonna have to open up a lot more things. Mm. It's like a kind of it's like a kind of worm. So mm -hmm. I'd say the football one's a joke. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think the pension is a joke. Okay, so you feel like they're they're writing now, but for something else. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I read. I, yeah, I'm sure it was something to do with cost of living and things going up and all that kind of I don't think I didn't I don't remember seeing anything attached to pension. If I said all of them were fake, what would you say? All of them are real, bro. The fool says it's definitely real. Yeah, definitely I, I read that. Definitely real? Yeah. What was this real? Okay. I say in step up your research. Saying the filter things happen in France all over the UK. Um the filters that just in France that they want to do yeah, it yeah, all this is all France. Oh all of them is France related. All of them are France. I don't think I can't remember the yeah, I don't think the filter was France. I saw it, but I don't think it was France. Okay. This is just me out. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh I'm very anxious here. Like a test. <laughs> well, because of time, I wrap up. All of them are fake. All in France. Them, all of them are real. Oh, oh, interesting. All of them are real. I knew so the football one was... Is it, one thing about the French, yeah? Mm-hmm. They don't play by the music. I'll start with the filters, right? Basically, what they're saying is um, <clears throat> influence in France could soon face thousands of euros in fines, right? And even jail time. Uh, yep, depending on the type of content they post online. So basically, this new law uh, will require all filtered or edited photos and videos to be labelled as such. I'm here for it. Yeah, like the way that. the hashtag like add, hashtag edited, yeah. mm. hashtag facetune. It's true. Absolutely. I'm here for it. It's so harmful what's going on, you know. So. It's mm -hmm. so harmful. But if they don't, how will they know that it's... Like how how does somebody know that when something's been edited? Oh, the same way I see people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I them on the gram, and that's when in real no, life. Sometimes, I know it's some, but sometimes no, but that's when you see them in real life. Yeah. But a lot of them won't meet their fans. So it, how will mm. I know that this picture has been edited? Instead planting, filter, they're gonna build some, some sort of technology now. Yeah, they're gonna build some software. They can point that. it out. That's true. You, you may like this even more then. It's also going to prohibit influencers from promoting cosmetic surgery procedures. That should have... Do you know what? That's a, a Yes. Yeah. I don't think... That should have never happened in the first place. 
cosmetic yeah. procedures. It never like, should have happened I in the know first they were place. Doing that. They were. Yeah. They do oh. all them YouTube, the YouTube videos talking about oh I did this, and then they wouldn't tell the influence they... that there was it was free for them. Mm-hmm. Then the young people go there. There's so many people that they came yeah. out with botched bodies not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Is that a bad thing though? That someone's gone and actually got surgery. Mm-hmm. They're happy with it, with the actual service they mm-hmm. got. And it's telling the world, even though they're being paid for it. Yeah, yeah but that's the thing though, because they were not telling people they were being paid for it. Mm. They weren't telling people that it, okay. they, that it wasn't, um, that it was free. Okay. So the thing is, and because we see in even smaller things, like say for example, hair, right? Okay. Say a hair company sponsors an influencer, mm-hmm. they, they give them the best bundles, it was free, because they want them to do promo for them. Mm. But when other lay people who go and buy it... Not lay people. Girl. No, lay. When they when other normal people go and buy it, the non-influencers go and buy it, mm. they get the, the worst bits. So mm. when it comes okay. to surgery okay. as well, they will do the best body, because again, you're a walking advert for them. They will make mm. it look absolutely lovely. Mm. But when people who are then paying for it, I feel like even if you, even if you wanted to talk about your experiences or whatever... Make it known that you paid. And that's why I like this whole hashtag ad thing and letting people know that you... Because a lot of people sell stuff to people and they don't say that I got it for free. Mm. So whatever service you go and... You go and I've talked about it many times in the, the Instagram hairdressers. Yeah. Mm. I went off the recommendation of someone else that I didn't know got it for free. Mm. And when I get there now, we're coming to insult our, our mothers and, and fathers. But do you really think an influencer saying, oh, so um, I've been sponsored... Yeah. Will make a difference, Change. and yes. I think it does. I don't, it, does. Think? Yeah, it, yeah. does. it does. I think it does. Why? Because you, 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 you automatically open your eyes yeah. and say, oh, "Okay, cool, that looks nice." But for me, it's probably not going to be that nice. Yeah. Mm. You're because very aware. You have to. You, you've got to be aware. Yeah. So, like, oh, I don't want to say the name, but like, um, loads of influencers promote this like specific, really specific like cleaning company. Oh, mm. they did a good job and came to my house yeah. and da, 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 da. And then like other people are like, "This is." I don't yeah. understand why. So for influencers, you do this massive, you know, job. So when I saw that, I was just like, okay, cool. I'm going in here with the caveat that this it may not rubbish. look like this. Yeah, it might actually be rubbish because I've seen what yeah. certain yeah. people's reviews are basically yeah. the real reviews. Yeah. Do you think this that? What, do you think that's because of age, though? Yeah, I think do you think? Well, do you part. think the younger? Do you think the twenty year olds will care whether it's sponsored or not? I don't think they'll care. I don't think. I don't think think it'll make a difference to them. No, Joyce. I feel like it will. They will care, but they won't care as As much. much, Because there's there's something about knowing that you know this person's review is genuine because they actually went out and used their money to buy it. So everything they say is more authentic Mm. than knowing that it was gifted to them or was given to them. Everything you say is gonna be is gonna be good. I feel like it it definitely makes a difference. You know what? Not really. I feel like there's a there's a trend on TikTok. Mm. I need to get off that place. <laughs> <laughs> it, was it, I don't know if it's what, what is the um, correct terminology. I think it's reverse influism or something like that, where people are actually being like, oh, I got gifted this and this is crap. Mm. And they're actually saying the truth oh, about good. stuff. Like yeah, even, if, been doing that. even if they're getting paid for it, they're like, yeah. you know what? I got paid and this is an ad, but actually I don't really like this. Yeah. There needs to be more of that because but everything the is been, like, oh, yeah. hashtag ad. Is, everything's gleaming and shining and lovely mm. and you get it and it's rubbish. And this is why, yeah, so, for me, like this is why Mel Melissa's wardrobe and Jackie Aina are the queens because even when they were getting gifted makeup and getting obviously Jackie Aina, sorry, when she was getting gifted like makeup and whatever, back in the early YouTube days, she'd be like, um, this powder is crap. Mm. This is that. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So all of this, people love to do things that are meant to be normal and then put a label on all this reverse influencing. You should have been letting people know that. Even people that do um that get invited, like um that do the food critics and whatever, and they get invited to restaurants and stuff. Mm. They'll be like, oh, this was lovely. They won't tell you the bill was paid. And they want, and when you go there as well, there's no season in the food. But because it was a free one, and they don't want, they don't want to deter other companies from working with them. That's it. They do that, so yeah, yeah. I'm here for it, man. Yeah, I like it. Let's do it. 
Yes, uh, the next one, um, I, I pretty much uh, spoke about it already, but French workers um, can receive their state pension from the age of 62, but it would be less if that person has not made the required number of contributions and stuff, right? Like I said, they want to increase it to, I'm not too sure what they want to increase it to, um, I think 64, 65. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, 64. So basically he's saying um, he wants it to be a situation where you can only receive your state pension at 64. And this will be done gradually by three months, a year from September of this year until September of 2030. Uh, and the last one is the football. So yeah, man, the France Football Federation rejects pausing the matches um, for Ramadan, man. They're, they're not interested. As, as we know... Let, Islamophobia and all that type of stuff yeah, is real rife over there. and rife in France, man. Um, obviously, yeah. the decision sparked controversy and criticism from some Muslim groups in France who argue that it shows a lack of respect mm. for religious mm. diversity in We're the country. We're not very advocate. Yeah. Okay. Those are words then. Mm -hmm. But do you, um, just to obviously hear it from another angle, yeah. I think this is the first time this has ever happened, though. Brent, is that correct? Even with, with um, the UK, right? So, like most things in life, it kind of takes time to kind of transition to everywhere. For France? Yeah, but oh, France. So, are they doing that in the UK <laughs> then? <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, say football yeah, matches? They did it this year, yeah. Okay. They're still going to budge. You don't think so? No, no, no I feel like they'll never budge. They probably yeah, France they, is synonymous for Islamophobia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have other motivations. They definitely want to show, guys, this thing that you, we know you want mm. is no. not happening. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, unfortunately, all these things will work today. And this is what's happening in France, man. Because you've got to be thankful that you're not there. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. I do think we need to adopt some of their mentality, though. Mm. I'm here what for the strikes and the oh. riots and stuff. Oh, yeah, and stuff. yeah. Mm. I'm, like, all of that, I'm here for it. Because even the other day, I was reading something about Kemi Badenoch doing something to do with, like, gender and all that. Because I was thinking, people are literally yeah, struggling to eat, struggling for everything. And you are in there talking about, about um, what's it called, gender and how we should be on forms and stuff like that. We don't strike enough in this country. It's mad. What do you mm. mean gender? I can't remember. I can't remember exactly oh. what it was, but it was something to do with um, genders and it, I knew it was going to be something that affects the LGBTQ community the most. But it's like, why mm. is that where your priorities are lying at the moment when literally the people are crying and striking every other, yeah, right, yeah. Every other day? Mm. This is where you really want to pour all your energy into right now. This is what's most important to you. Mm. So, but yeah, man. Same. Yeah, that's it for Walker Joke. Yeah, let's get into our last headlines. All right, people, so the last uh, headlines, uh, trigger warning here, and a devastating tornado tore through southeastern Missouri on Wednesday morning, unfortunately killing at least five people and leaving widespread destruction as authorities warned of more twisters. The tornado struck uh, Bollinger County before dawn, sending first responders into a frantic search for injured people caught under the rubble. The Missouri State Highway Patrol um, Sergeant, by name of Clark Parrott, told NBC News early in the afternoon that officials are hopeful the death toll won't grow. So hopefully it does remain contained. But yeah, unfortunately, five people, well, at the moment, at least five people have um, died from this. Um, military in Brazil have been caught um, doing some untoward business, man. Basically, they spent COVID funds on snacks and meat. <laughs> Oh, that's a little <laughs> funny. Can you imagine? You say meat? Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Snacks and meat. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> Must have been tough them times, isn't it? 
The Fed, yeah. So the Federal <laughs> Court of Accounts has detected that the Ministry of Defense and the Armed Forces irregularly spent resources that had been assigned for the combat of COVID-19. The Federal Court of Accounts pointed out that um, 256,000 of their, I'm not sure what their currency is, um, was spent by the army on snacks, ice cream, and soft drinks, which due to their low nutritional value would not be um, would not be <laughs> to reinforce. How old are they? <laughs> uh, like, ice cream. Ice cream and fizzy drinks. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is yeah. a kid's party. <laughs> um, there was also a purchase of 12,000 kilos of filet mignon. And so, mm. like, oh, and, and so, like, steak. Yeah. Why would you have taste when it's someone else's money? Of course, you have good they taste. They went to go buy the wagyu, you know. Listen, wow. <laughs> 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 the money we can put it on the bill. <laughs> STK buy. <vibe>. Listen, <laughs> it's crazy, man. So, yeah, about fifty wow. percent of the army's food expenditures benefited organizations that did not have troops. Can you imagine? So, in the navy, credits were went to structures with no connections to the health sector as well. Yeah, a lot of corruption over there, man. And the last um, bit of news here, trigger warning. And a man who was deported for being in the UK illegally following an, in an investigation into him infecting a woman with HIV has been jailed 14 years after the offence. So Jermaine Scott was arrested in February of 2011 on suspicion of recklessly infecting a woman in 2009, but was later released due to a lack of evidence. He was deported to Jamaica nine months later, but extradited back to the UK last year, 2022, after new evidence came to light. He was jailed for three years after pleading guilty at Chester Crown Court. Chester police said the 39-year-old was diagnosed with HIV in 2005 and had been prescribed medication to minimize the risk of transmission to others. The fool said that Scott, who was from Jamaica, was not regularly taking the tablets when he had unprotected sex with the woman in 2009, and he failed to tell her that he had HIV. They said a number of genetic links between the strain of HIV and the victim had been diagnosed with that, with, sorry, they said a number of genetic links between the strain of HIV that the victim had been diagnosed with and that of the offender were also identified. Obviously, that kind of linked them together and proved them everything. As a result, a charge of grievous bodily harm was brought against Scott in February of 2020, and he was extradited back to the UK in 2022. So he's serving his time. And that's it for the headlines. Can I say something? Why yes. did he not go to jail in Jamaica? I feel like him okay. going to jail here is even better. I'd rather go to jail here. Yeah, what I mean, I'm surprised. Because crime was here, I guess. Nah. If I was happy, pissed. You're going to jail there. Yeah, no way. I probably depend on the country. I'd want my, I want the accuser to no, the QZ. The person that did the crime in it to go wherever it's harsher. Yeah, where it's worse. Yeah, yeah. He's nice. Yeah. I feel like it's worse than Not that I know. I haven't been chill. I'm saying he's nice. But you know, like certain countries. Because it's like I feel like it's sad when people do like go to jail here and then you get extradited to like back home. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. That's horrible. That's yeah, they must give you mango in Jamaica, man. That's funny. Yeah, that's it for deadlines. All right, let's get into the reaction. All right, people. So obviously, this is going to be a quick reaction today. Um, there were two games played in the Premier League yesterday. That was Man United and Brentford. Man United won one nil <laughs> at Brentford, <laughs> <laughs> and West Ham. He appreciates that. <laughs> <laughs> West Ham lost at home to Newcastle United five one. Yeah, it was a big beat. That's still. a bit mad. So. And um, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in Spanish, uh, Copa de la Rey as well. Real Madrid beat Barcelona away. So at Barcelona's um, home, in, uh, um, at the new Camp, they lost 4-0 to Real Madrid. So Karim um, Benzema struck a hat-trick as Real Madrid thrashed the arch-rivals and the league leaders 4-0 to reach the Copa de la Rey final in stunning fashion yesterday. Barca, who were looking for a fourth successive classical victory this season, looked set for the final, having edged a 1-0 win in the first leg um, of the semi-final at Real Madrid's um, home ground. But after dominating the early stages of the second leg, they fell apart. And they lost 4-1 on aggregate. And the last headline is that Frank Lampard is going to be named as the interim manager of Chelsea. So, yeah, man, he's, he's only, I guess, there um, till, I guess, the end of the season. And then they'll see what happens um, from there, pretty much. But he's been out of a job since January when he was dismissed by Everton. We, we spoke about that earlier, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. After less than a year in charge. But he's gone for Everton. He's gone up to higher things, man. So put your faith in God, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it for the reaction. Nice. Let's get into the outro. Lovely. Thank you, our lovely guests, for coming and giving us some more knowledge. Um, can you just reiterate your page and where people can follow you and the things you've got coming up for this for April Advocacy Month? No, go ahead, baby. <laughs> 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 Sorry, do you know what was really random I was thinking just now? Do you remember when we came last time and we beat like the 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 questions that you oh, asked. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you got like the high scores. Has anyone beat that? I just. No, people have been embarrassing ever since. Really? Oh, wait, so are we still who? Are we still on the top? Oh, so yes. Someone did. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Your second place. <laughs> <laughs> but it's another black woman, isn't it? So, you know, as long as it's a black woman in the lead. Don't make it bad. The men are just going to You're making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. Um, thanks for having us. It's been amazing being here today. We are five times more on Tineke, this is Chloe, and um, we run an organisation that is dedicated to highlighting and changing black maternal outcomes. Um, we currently have April Advocacy on at the moment, which is a whole month full of literally what it says on the tin, April um, um, Advocacy. Yeah. So we're telling you about your rights, what you're entitled to, we're telling you information, we're partnering up with other um, organisations. We're just doing the most so that As you guys can um, basically advocate for yourselves and get better maternity outcomes. So please do check us out on www.5xmore.com and you can check us out on Instagram. We'll yeah. be sharing all of our um, resources, resources and information, infographics, whatever it may be, yeah. um, to share on and forward on to all your family and friends thank you and how do people make donations as well is that on your website as well yes that's on our website lovely thank you so much thank you and you? I was just going to ask you do you guys have um, like fly, um, flyers and that yeah we don't bring it out there yeah we've got flyers we, we've got yeah we've got everything yeah. are, you, are you guys like allowed to kind of give it to all the midwives and the NHS people yeah and stuff? yeah yeah oh they've, okay, they've cool. got so much they've got posters they've got flyers they've got our wallets oh, remember our wallets that we were talking yeah. about okay. so Information where um, women mm. can just hold their birthing notes. Mm. Oh, that's rolled out across the whole of Southeast London. So, oh, like, so. some sometimes I'll get a random 
like picture or a video mm. from like one of my friends who's out and it's like, I can see your wallet. Oh, and it's so, so good. good. Yeah. Um, like when you're in a hospital and you just see mm. like people walking I see past it in the hospital all the time. And they have your wallet. Oh, you just think, wow, like that's our, that's our, that's our, that's our, that's and they're looking at that and they're looking at the information on self care, when to call the midwife, all of this kind of thing. You just think, hopefully it's making a difference. We're proud of you and we continue to be inspired by you and just keep going and, Thank you for the work you're doing. Thanks. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. And of course, our lovely um, guest host, Maxi. Thank you for Maxi. joining us as well. Thanks for having me, guys. As always. As always. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, yeah, yeah, like the video, subscribe to the channel, share the video as well. This is information that everybody needs. You can also find um, Five Times More first conversation with us. And we went into so much on that episode. Yeah. So mm-hmm. check that out as well if this is your first time hearing about them. And just share it, put it everywhere. Again, they talked about how important it is for men and women. Black men and women. Mm-hmm. So throw it in there. And if you want to send voice notes and text in, our number is 075-648-41073. If you want to inquire about the show or feature on the show, our email address is the day after at the new I did see someone ask if we'll be here tomorrow Monday. No, we take bank holidays off. <laughs> and always, always, I stay on brand. <laughs> also, because basically I keep seeing these comments pop up here and there. People keep talking about the Annie's take a break. Because they don't like me on my views. Oh. <laughs> and they, yeah, it's mad. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Talking about, you know, Essa should take a day off and whatever. <laughs> so me and management took that on board. Okay. We took it on board. And I thought, I think the best way is not just, you know, because I'm here, I'm all for like equality, inclusivity, all that great it is, right? <laughs> so I will not just be the only one going on a break. Everybody's going on a break with me. <laughs> So we'll see you guys not next week. <laughs> we support not our sisters next week. now. <laughs> they support their sister. You said and I love no. it. He said no. He huh? said no. No, I said we support our sister in arms. Ah, it's okay. In arms, exactly. Right. Black king supporting a black queen. So we'll see you guys. What date are we seeing them? 20 something, innit? 20. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, actually, no, no. I think we'll see you guys on I'm our joking. one year anniversary. Oh. Which I think is the 18th. no, it's the, okay, day before seventeenth. Yeah, Should I start bank holiday? No, it's not. We'll see you guys on the seventeenth, and our one year anniversary is on the eighteenth. Mm-hmm. Yes, so we are striking. Um, hey. It is a strike. Isn't we it? want them coming to start getting cleaned up. Appreciation <laughs> yes. needs to be all across the board. So this is it exactly. More likes as well. More likes, isn't it? Yeah, you, you know, know when we see the subscription, what number are we on? It's too low. but yeah man so um anyone who would have loved the show next week um you can go in the comments and kindly thank the people who were advocating for me to not be here because now everybody's not here (laughs) (laughs) listen i'm taking everyone with everybody with me so um have a great easter you got my messages yeah (laughs) 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 but i sure did i did and your your wishes it's not just my commands, <laughs> it's the entire TDS commands, all right? <laughs> but yeah, guys, have a, have a lovely Easter and we'll mm. see you in two weeks. Thanks, guys. Bye. Peace. Bye. Bye.